0: Everybody is Welcome to Tanks Up the Podcast, all about video games and beer. I'm Ben. I'm here with Lucy. Hello. And Hello to both of you. Hello. Uh, and hello
1: to you, got- sir. Mm. But not oh, to hello. you, Lucy. Hello. I just realized that the end hello doesn't make sense because it excludes and that's not what I meant. Hello to everyone, including our listeners, <laughs> who have probably it's tuned out that. by now, because this is one of the best starts to
0: a podcast we've had since, <laughs>
1: ooh, I'm going to say, episode
0: two. <laughs> 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 ah, you know, we may, we may have done some later ones, which have been a bit... Uh, a bit worse on the start, perhaps, but let's drink some beers! Um, I'm coming first to you, Adol. this week. What are you going to start off with? So, I'm doing something slightly suspect. Oh.
1: Uh, Live on air? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, we're streaming (laughs) this shit. I thought I would know. I realised that the last time we had this brewery on was a long time ago and they don't really come out with new beers and i thought my okay. palate's changed a lot and also literally the closest place to buy here uh buy beer in my new house um sells it which is hilariously great because it's just this like small local grocer who sells wiper and true Yay. and so oh, based excellent. on it being my new neighborhood shop selling it i was like cool i'm gonna have a couple wiper and trues because i've had them in ages and we haven't talked about them in a long time, and I suspect I might have a um, uh, slightly different take. Hmm. Sure, yeah. Or I might Plus. just, or I might just have these wonder, uh, wonderful beers by a great brew. Yeah.
2: So yeah, the first
1: one I've got is the amber ale, red orange from
2: Wiper and True. Mm-hmm. And if there are any new listeners, I do apologize, but. Um, they may not have been around in the old wiper and true. Wait, days. are you
1: saying that that new listeners don't go back to the back catalog of 140 and odd <laughs> episodes?
2: Yes, but they're not quite there because they're enjoying they're going episode backwards? one so much that they're just replaying it? it. Yeah, actually, yep. you know
1: What happened is they heard the opening of episode two, and then they're like, mm, <laughs> "Maybe I'll just skip to the
0: most recent one." Skip, yeah, <laughs> skip 100 episodes and jump in somewhere around there, probably.
2: It's never been uh, a better time to listen to this podcast.
0: <laughs> Lucy, what are you drinking?
2: I am drinking a beer from a brewery called Clown Shoes. This was in mm. the most recent uh, Beer 52 box, which is all about breweries in Boston. Um, and this one is called Chocolate Sombrero. Chocolate Sombrero? Nice. Mm, which is a Mexican-style chocolate stout. Uh, we realized, uh, just before we started recording, we that did it's research. Mexican style. It's called research. Mm, research, because I read the back of the can. Uh, <laughs> That's that the
1: kind <laughs> of tanked up research.
2: That, we do. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that it's Mexican style because it has ancho chilies in it, and I like my stouts with ancho chilies. Um, but other than that, it's got yeast, hops, uh, it's ancho chili powder, uh, mm. lactose, so it should be quite creamy, dextrose. It's gonna be sweet as hell, probably. Cinnamon, vanilla beans, and that's about it. Okay. Uh, Seven percent.
0: Ooh, nice. A good starter then. perfecto And a uh, fun little can.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, there's, yeah,
2: there's some luchador just flying well, off.
1: Who who don't know why labels? This is the label. they all look basically the same. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Sorry, I forgot. Another whole One's, got the got an elephant, video one's got a balloon. Yeah, the balloons. Quite the balloon and the elephant are the two ones I see the most. But I think there yeah. are other ones.
0: Um, I think the like each of the uh, symbols is for a certain style. So is the balloon. Um, what what have you got? Red orange, Red orange today. Yeah,
1: I thought I thought that, but I thought for some reason I was proved wrong once by on saying this. Thing. Mm,
0: maybe because the little bird is their small bears. I think the. Elephant are their IPAs or are they, is it their pails? Um, the balloon is the balloon their pails or is it? That, well, it's an amber ale, so the balloon. Mm, has I don't amber. remember. Should probably know this more. Um, I am going to drink this week. Uh, a beer from Left Hand Giant called Lifting Shadows, which is a double chocolate orange stout. Nine point one percent does give me a little bit of info. The hops are Centennial. The malt is Marisota uh, carafa and chocolate crystal. The yeast is SO four. Other cocoa powder, lactose, cocoa nibs, orange zest, chocolate extract, orange oil. There's a lot of stuff in this. Oil? Mm. Oil's Yeah, orange oil. Or orange Where oil, not oil? orange oil. Not just not just not just orange and oil.
1: Yeah.
3: Where do you
2: That's
0: get
1: what it sounded like the orange? way you read
0: it. I was like, that's super
1: weird, but it makes more sense I don't know. if it's isn't, concentrated oil.
2: Isn't it juice coming out of an orange, not oil? I
1: don't know. Uh, orange assuming, got
2: fat in it. I'm assuming it's like an
1: essential oily thing from the peel, probably.
0: Yeah. Okay. Possibly.
2: Yeah. Rind so, yeah. oil.
0: Mmm. <laughs> rind oil. That sounds good. <laughs> Nice. Adol, uh, how, how, do, how, uh, how does your beer taste? Uh, I don't know. Let me smell it. Have first. you had a try yet? Yeah? Oh, I just love the smell of viper true beers.
1: Mm. It's got, um, it's almost like, a, I'm surprised because it's a, um amber ale, but it almost has a, uh, oh, I didn't even read the flavor text because I'm a terrible person.
3: <laughs> do okay.
1: uh, A red ale bursting with orange flavors and an alluring amber glow. The rich sweet malts are sharpened with hops that sing with notes of orange citrus, clementine, and marmalade, all finished off with a generous helping of orange and zest. Uh, and then the standard stuff. It's um, 4.8%, uh, 24 IBUs, and it's the 19th batch. Uh, I was going to say um, that I'm, it almost smells like a chocolate orange um, because there's like a, a th- thicker, sweet Um, sweetness to it and that totally explained Mm. thanks to the flavor text of of all the malts going on so yes yes, definitely it's got a nice sort of medium not sort of very natural smelling citrus coupled with a very uh, nice sweet maltiness smells really luxurious the citrus sort of lingers Mm. a little more than the maltiness which gives a nice little zip Hmm. It's definitely 4.8% from such a rich nose I was expecting it to be a little thicker. Okay, it's quite a thin wet beer, which makes sense with the lower alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's and it's also probably because you guys both have sort of sweet smelling stouts that my brain's like this is sweet smelling, it's going to be a velvety yeah, and this yeah. is this is still an amber ale. I also <laughs> it's but it's so dark as well it's, it does look it's, really dark it's barely see through like you just at the top you can kind of see through it mm. and it's honestly it's kind of like a bilge water brown more than an amber ale like it's quite mm. dark for for an ale
3: mm.
1: oh the um the orange is just phenomenal it sort of coats the start, finish, and middle of the flavor while the malts sort of creep up and then soften right down. And mm-hmm. so you get that... After the initial hit of, oh, there's things going on, you get this nice, like, um, small orange, sort of zippy, um, sweet, zesty taste, like um, like a mandarin or, I guess, a clementine, as they said on the bottle. And then yeah. the malts come in, and then when they leave, they, they just linger enough and mix enough such that you get more of a stable orange and then it kind of the orange kind of disappears so it's kind of like the the orange and the malt sort of swap places so first they start kind of at the same time then the zippiness of the orange comes in then the maltiness takes over then it mm-hmm. fades then you got a nice rounded orange and then when that fades you're left with a like a low level lingering malt taste. Um, mm and that sort of lingers, it's not too bitter. Um it's still kind of there, but because it's just that one side of the sort of interplay going on. Uh I'm g- probably going to be chasing that taste um more often because although there is a lingering taste, it's not the whole experience. Um yeah, but yeah. surprise surprise, it's nuanced. There's a delicate interplay going on and uh, it's a very tasty beer. Good. Good.
2: Good. Still standing the test of time. Why true? Mm.
0: As you'd kind of expect, I suppose, yeah. So Lucy, your beer, the clown shoes. Yeah. I forgot the name of it. I've already Clown shoes. Chocolate sombrero. Yeah,
2: Yeah, chocolate sombrero. Uh, Terrible in the sun. Yes. Uh, Yeah, it's jet black as you'd expect. Um, When I first poured it, it had quite a large head, probably about three finger. You know, brown like burnt sugar. Coloured um, mm. head. Uh, it's gone down there. Cause it's been a oh,
1: while. So, so sombrero isn't as big as you thought. <laughs> if the head Ooh. it's fitting on is small. Never mind. Leave me alone.
2: That was very cryptic. <laughs> 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 <No>. <laughs> um, smell. Can smell it from white quite a bit away you don't usually get that with stouts i feel i think like ipas like, like juicy yeah. ipas you can smell them if you mm. like have them like a foot away from you but this one i can smell from quite a distance away it's got that like licorice uh slightly bit of coffee mm. um you know like that burnt sugar like slight acridity uh, to the aroma yeah mm. it's nice but um I can slightly smell the chilies on the aroma as well, but mm. if I didn't know chilies were in it, I probably wouldn't pick that up, but it's only yep. when, since I'm in the know, I can slightly pick it up, but the taste, I mean, I already had a taste of this, but it's great. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. It's like, I haven't had a stat, despite it being winter, I haven't had a stat in ages, like over Christmas, I just mm. didn't really have any. I don't know why, but. Oh, it's like coming home, coming yeah. into a nice stead.
0: Something, something warming yeah. about it, isn't there? It's the same as sort of you know ending your evening on a, mm-hmm. on a, 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 a quick glass of whiskey or something. There's something kind of like warming uh, uh, about that just before, yeah. now w- just before bed. No,
3: and... I want to buy whiskey.
1: <laughs> yeah. I haven't had a whiskey in ages.
2: Get to it. Have a few. <laughs> Um, in terms of, the, well, I'm drinking this, uh, full disclosure, it hasn't been refrigerated, um, just picked it up, it's probably, it's probably about 10 degrees when I started it, so it's a bit warmer than I would have liked, but mm. even so, like, all the, all those flavours are coming out, you obviously want to drink a stat a bit warmer than you would your average beer, but yeah, even so, all those flavours are coming out, like, you are getting that slight bit of chili. It's not overpowering. Um, it's, I, I think I'd probably prefer it if the, the chili was a bit more obvious and a bit more okay. uh, forward in the taste. But Kick through a little more. Mm, but it's a nice. It's a, it's a nice undertone. It's not too overpowering, which is good because something I always come back to that um, Magic Rock one uh, that had chilies mm. in it. I think it's called Demole, which was like 11%, yeah. and it was just. It's just like blew your face off with like how much heat was in it, and it's like I can't distinguish between the heat and the beer yeah. anymore. <laughs> this is probably on the other side of the spectrum. Probably would have liked a bit more heat, but mm. you know, even talking now, I can still feel it a bit. You know, on my throat. Okay. so it's very nice. Do, do you way. think
0: maybe? Do you think maybe it's just a little bit too kind of uh, too safe?
2: Um, almost. Hmm. It may just be the temperature. Maybe if I had it a bit colder, yeah. it would have come out a bit more but you can still taste it um the cinnamon uh, i mean getting slight uh, i think i think the chilies are probably or maybe i'm just you know confusing the two in my mind the chilies and the cinnamon but Mm. i don't know but you are getting like this mouth coating like sugary like feel afterwards Um, it feels like there is a bit of like chilli on your tongue or maybe even a bit of cinnamon and I think that's down to like the the lactose and the uh, dextrose that they've thrown in there as well but yeah it's a really I mean maybe because I haven't had a stout in a while but it's a really really nice stout but I had a uh, it was a Kolsch it was a mango Kolsch from Clown Shoes in this box as well I had that last weekend and that was really good so hmm I think they just make very good beers from the two that I've had. It's like very, you know, very high expectations of this brewery. Now, okay,
1: yeah, nice. Uh, I had, I had, um, I had a taste of that one as well. um, Mm. But I mean, a can of it. Uh, it was during my packing week, so I was Mm -hmm. using up my beer fifty-two beers in a less methodical manner than I normally Mm -hmm. do, and was just like, "Fuck, I need, I need a beer." Um, but I also, (laughs) I, I felt also felt like. It'd be nice if the heat was a little stronger, Yeah. Um, but I did notice um, sort of near the end. I came around to
2: actually the heat's still there. Yeah, noticeable. Yeah. So
1: um, I can
2: still taste it, and it's like I can. Yeah, s- and it's I think it's still sitting on the back of my body. Yeah, and right I here. think it's it's yeah.
1: sort of like we the expectation because there was chili was was higher than like it's a bit like. Um. Like if you were expecting a huge hit of orange from this wiper and tree, you'd be disappointed. But mm-hmm. what it does with the orange was really good. And I felt like yeah. my standard expectation of Chilean beer is is in your face, and mm. Um, mm. this yes. wasn't that. And I liked it. In, in the end, I came around to it because it yeah. wasn't that. Because it was still there, and it was doing its thing within the bounds of the, everything else. While like like yeah. you said, like that demole, it was just like hey, what if we just
2: (laughs) burnt your face off and called it a beer? just poured Tabasco into beer. I I was literally (laughs) going to say that, and I thought better. (laughs) But yeah, and then
0: flicked it at you whilst you were drinking (laughs) it as well,
2: just to to add to the experience.
0: Yeah, Yeah. nice, nice.
2: But this is, yeah, as you say, a slow build, and I do appreciate that at the end it's still there. It's not just, oh, we whack you in the face with it at the start and then you're not going to taste it after. This because we've like burnt very, you out, yeah. Yeah, this is slow build. It's very nice, but I just want to down all of this now.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Nice, nice. Um, so on to me, the I've forgotten the name of it, the uh, lifting shadows. Um, on the nose, like, I, I got this uh, a big kind of orangey smell as soon as I cracked the can, and it was sort of, you know, a good, like, almost a foot away from me as we were saying or you were saying earlier just, just now Lucy um, mm. about IPAs you know getting that big smell when you crack the can you don't tend to get that with stouts I was getting a lot mm. as soon as I cracked the can and I don't know there was the initial kind of burst because it dissipated after a little while uh, and it's a slightly different smell than I'm getting while, once I've poured it whilst it's in the glass I'm still getting that orange kicking through but it's got this kind of um it, I mean the, the beer's not carbonated in that sense but it's got this kind of almost like coca-cola kind of uh, mm. nose to it yeah whether that's hmm. just a bit of a like a, a sweetness that maybe all of these um, you know ingredients combined has kind of produced uh, like an aspartame sort of sweetness yeah. to it like um, and fruity it, it almost of, something like yeah and it kind of on the fruit. nose as well hmm. it kind of feels um, like a little bit kind of you know when you take a coke out of the fridge No, I take Pepsi out
2: of the fridge because I'm a human being. Alright, one of those those kind of cola flavored
0: drinks.
1: Are you a Pepsi only person?
2: I don't drink any of them, but if I have to choose, it would be Pepsi. Mm.
1: That's so random. You are (laughs) a rare. I mean, we knew this before, but you are a rare breed.
3: (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, what did I have last? I might have had a Pepsi. I might have had a glass. I've got no idea. But that kind of slightly refreshing, slightly carbonated kind of sweetness that you sort of yeah. you, you get from a, you know, especially from, say, like a pub poured um, mm. Coke, where it's the syrup, yeah, and, and the carbonation the, um, and, and the water. carbonation kind of added together. Uh, on the on the flavour, when I drink it, it's. It coats my mouth. That oil really uh, kicks in, and it's very. Like I was expecting it to be maybe a little uh, thicker than it is. Um, it's got that kind of slight thickness. It's not quite as. Oh yeah, it's it's uh, quite wet. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, mm. it's wet, but it's kind of it's got a little bit of viscosity to it. But on the flavour, it's not kind of a thickness in it. It is that oil that kind of coats your mouth mm. completely, coats your tongue.
1: Um, now, with that oil, given that it's orange oil, is the orange super in, in your face?
0: So the the flavour kind of starts out very orangey. Um, it's not a um, a sharp kind of pithy kind of orange. It's very smooth, um, and it rolls into the chocolate. It rolls into a slightly kind of uh, uh, roasted, kind of slightly burnt kind of chocolate kind of flavour as well. Uh, which is really nice. There's barely, there's, or there's there's almost no bitterness to this at all. So it's kind of, it's not kind of a burnt chocolate that rolls into something that's a little bit too harsh. It's very, very smooth. And it's more that kind of roasted kind of thing that you kind of, I, I suppose, put more with something that's trying to push coffee on you a little bit. Mm. But it kind of, I don't know whether it's just the way that the flavor kind of bleeds into that, mm. through from the orange into the chocolate. Um, the orange does stick around so now i don't know whether it's the orange oil that's keeping that orange there but i'm getting kind of that combination of of chocolate and of orange and actually if you had a segment of like uh, of chocolate orange um you've got that after flavor with it that Mm. sticks around and this this mimics that quite well Mm. um that that sticks around i i'm not getting the ABV from this, what? So I can't remember I've, I've what. I've got, got. What is the ABV again? Nine point one.
1: Fuck. And it's and it's so I, not that viscous tasting.
0: Yeah, yeah. And just don't get that nine point one at all. Yeah. It's so so easy, and it it just slides back as well. I think mm-hmm. in part that's because of the oil, uh, but in part they've balanced this so well that you're kind of moving through. You know, maybe the 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 centennial and a few of those ingredients kind of kicking through and then getting into that kind of that malt build mm-hmm. getting those chocolate kind of flavours in getting that, that, that kind of that sort of slightly burnt, slightly roasted kind of build on there as well that then sticks around with those oils as well and it just feels just 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 too easy
3: yeah. you know? um, <laughs> that's <laughs> how I feel about mine
2: as well I mean, it's 7% so not as strong as yours but yeah, it's there's barely any viscosity to it, it it looks like Coke. It's very thin. It's very, Just like yours. And it's... Yeah, it's not really got the much chocolatey or... Even though it's called chocolate sombrero. It's not really got much mm. chocolatey or, like, coffee to it. Mm, it's more yeah. licorice. Like, that sweet licorice kind of taste. Mm. But, um... But, yeah, it's like... Ooh. I don't even miss, like, the viscosity. Because... Viscosity mm. no, it's, it's not an imperial stout. It has said that it is just a stout, But... Yeah, you know, sometimes you yeah. expecting a bit something a bit more full, but not even missing it with this one because yeah they're doing That's everything fair. else That's right. Fair. So
0: yeah, I know um, with with this, uh, I just had a had a slightly bigger swig of it than mm-hmm. I kind of had done, and the the nine point one percent. If you're taking a gulp of this, that does come in very slightly. Mm-hmm. There is that kind of that alcoholic sweetness that kind of just peeks through past that orange if you've. If, you know, if you've wet a load of this back, mm. so um, they've done well to kind of hide. You know, I'm going to be sat here sipping this. I'm not going to be kind of gulping it back. Mm. So they've done well to hide it on those smaller sort of sips. Um, but it's just very good, very very good. easy. You
2: Excellent. see, I saw that beer, and it's like I don't like fruit in my chocolate. Okay, because <laughs> mm. I was like, I don't like. I don't like that Giza Terry and his chocolate oranges. <laughs> I don't like anything like roses, like strawberries. But anyway, but I like beer. It's like I don't drink coffee, but I like coffee like, and my this.
0: You know, I'm a I'm a sucker for a chocolate orange. Oh, uh, um, me too. And I, you know, I instantly picked this up as soon as I saw it. I was like, oh, double chocolate <laughs> orange. I'm like, yep, mine done. I love that.
3: I,
2: do. I was like, no, I why
3: <laughs> don't try put any yeah
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna because yeah. sounds good and it sounds like, mm. even still it's like I'd just drink any beer because it's like oh I don't like this but I like it in beer I don't yes. like that but I like it in beer
0: <clears throat> you will you'll mm. definitely like it in beer yeah. this week Um, so let's move on to our segments <laughs> uh, I'm kind of uh, chocolate orange <laughs> <laughs> i'm um i was gonna say topics and it just he just hit oh, just so good. um i won't um kind of uh well my my kind of my my segment for this week kind of touches on the games i have played but also i want to talk just about like january the month of
2: it's um, awful and kind of
0: <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> it's dark. It's wet, um, and uh, you know, and game releases kind of in the month of January, because we've you know we've alluded to it, we've chatted about it a little bit about how January always kind of feels like um like a slow kind of month. If, you know, you're coming off of the holiday period, you kind of maybe pick up games <laughs> in your in your backlog, and actually the games I've been playing are games that I would previously picked up and older games. Um, apart from the Resi Two demo which I played. Um, I've played uh, Subnautica.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I've played Tacoma. I've played um, okay. a little bit of the. Oh no, what's it called? It's gone from my head. The Ubisoft uh, snowboarding, skiing. Steep. Steep. Yes. Just think of, a keys. Bit of that as well. Making tea. Oh, yeah. uh, good.
2: Steeped tea episode. Yes. <laughs> yes. So,
0: kind of like the Very games exciting. I've been playing. <laughs> Sorry, like meditative horrible. is that better? meditative very good. I have I have played a few of those as well. Um yes, so they've been older games. Not you know, not massively older games, uh, but games that I've kind of had for a little while. Uh games that I've got free kind of through PS plus, which tend to be older games as well. Um there is kind of a, a thought in my mind that I might uh go back and play the Walking Dead games again. Um the telltale ones because they just released episode three and episode four will be coming out kind of soon. oh no, do you mean from I'll this season?
2: Point. Yes, okay, yeah, episode
0: yeah. three is from well no, sorry. So I wanna I kind of wanna start again through episode one because I've got no save data oh, I left do you over you mean from when I' season four, episode one, sorry. So what is season? So season four, episode three has just released. And so you're, you're gonna start
2: again from season four? Episode one. No, so I want to start again from season Swan. one. Oh, I want to roll through all of them. Jeez. And, I'm, and I've, yeah. I've
0: got it in my mind that I've got the time, you know. Hmm. Um, January is kind of like a bit of a, a bum month. But I went and had a look, and actually, there's a ton of games coming out in January. Um, and I very quickly tried to have a look for kind of release dates for games. So I jumped onto Wikipedia. Uh, well no onto vg VG 24 7. they've got a good they've got an article up that basically says um video game release dates of 2019 Mm. and it tries to chart everything and currently you know you've got quite a full list for we've got you know a big list for january a big list for february some games in march and then it sort of tails off with dates um for other months Mm. um but Obviously, a lot of games are kind of going to be given release dates. You know, you know, a couple of months before they're actually released, and things like that. So obviously, this isn't a a comprehensive list for the entire year. But currently, on this list, January has 64 releases, whereas February has got 57. March has got 25. What are these games? So what is this link? What 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 are all of these games? Yeah, why didn't you show they all on
2: Steam? VG, is a um, 27 or 47. Oh so. Did I not share this did I not share this link? No, you probably did. And we I
0: don't ignored think you you. did. I don't think I did. I think I meant to. <laughs> the intention was there. Uh, but I mean there's I mean there's tons of um, like switch PC games, lots of PC games, a few early access kind of games, some iOS Android games. So oh, so it's like all running, of the things. Yeah, I mean oh. it, it tries to it tries to give a quite a comprehensive list. So Something we might talk about later, uh, The Eternal Castle, which came out on January the 5th. I don't Um, believe
2: this this list is is on there, it's fine.
0: uh, But uh, stuff like Everything, which is coming to Switch, that's obviously listed. That came out on the 10th of January, supposedly. Um, Hitman Enhanced Collection, that's up on there. Onomishu Warlords, which came out a couple of days ago. Anthem, Um, Demo. uh, So, yeah, January. uh, No, uh, that's one I didn't count in my list. There's an Anthem. Demo, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's the demo that you get if you pre-order this it. Week. Yes, yeah. yeah. Kingdom so, Hearts uh, Three, you know, yeah, stuff like Travis Strikes Again, um, Wander Song, which is coming to PS4 in January. Okay, I'm
1: on this article, and I have to say that saying PUBG's Vikendi map on yeah. the PS4 and Xbox One—that's a bullshit release. Come on. Man.
2: No, I, yeah, think, yeah. I think I, I, I like this this because it's like. That means something to somebody.
0: <laughs> I guess.
1: I mean, yeah. it
2: does. And again, they've got For
0: Honor, Year Three, Season One, Voltaiga. Wait, holy shit! For, for honor been out for three ma- years. Yeah. Really? Well, no. Year Year Three. Oh, it's starting Season year One, so it's it, in its yeah. third year. Still. Well, maybe. Yeah. I
1: yeah. remember beta testing that garbage game and saying, "Wow, this game's kind of garbage."
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: But it does have. I mean, so some of them are. Um, Life, like is 2, yeah, yes, Life is Strange Two Episode Two. Yeah. Yes, Life is Strange Episode Two, January twenty fourth. Yes. Yeah. Sugar. Um, I still but some it. of them, some of them are just January. So Alien Blackouts, the Android, iOS. Oh God! Don't, yeah. Just says January. Whether that will slip and be. You know, There's a potato else. game.
1: That came out potato, today yeah. should have come out by today on the Switch. What potato game? Holy potatoes! We're in space. Potato. (laughs) This is like really good content creation where we could have looked at this list before,
0: but instead we're just going to randomly read words on a web page that we could just share. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Um, I mean, there's some games. I mean, there's 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 games on there which I'm interested in, like my time at Portia. uh, Why do
1: why do people
2: say that's a dirty title? I don't Mm, understand. What? My time in Portia.
1: My time at Portia. Do they At say Portia? it's a
2: dirty title? I don't know. Portia. Do. I think it's Portia. Is it Portia? Yeah. I don't, I, is that why? Oh, is it? I don't know. I don't care. I mean... <laughs> I don't know why you asked the question. Move <laughs> <Okay. laughs> on. Portia de Rossi, <laughs>
1: is her, her the actress, um, is her name spelled Portia. Oh,
0: okay.
1: I mean, and by, by the actress, Fair I also mean Ellen DeGeneres' wife.
0: Yeah, but she's yeah the actress. Yeah, Yeah, I know what you mean. She's in. No, I like I like defining Ali McBeal. I like
1: defining women by their partners. So I retract the actress and replace it with.
2: Was she Ali McBeal? No, that was Callista Flockhart.
1: No, she was in Ali McBeal. She's um. Was she the baby?
2: (laughs) Was she the dancing baby?
0: (laughs) (laughs) She was the dancing baby. Um, She's also in uh, Arrested Development, isn't she? As Lindsay Bluth. Yeah, she's great in that. Yeah, she is. Yeah, so there's. I mean. Stuff like Onomishu Warlords, I'm actually kind of, even though it's like a, a remaster of a game, I'm kind of interested in the rules, like the Onomishu is, but I'm kind of looking through this system going, I'd play that, I'd play that, I'd play that, well, I'd play that. I'm actually like, curious. Of- isn't isn't a quiet month at all. Yeah, I'm curious. On, so, on. Um, Ace Combat 7,
1: I didn't even realise it was coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a thing that should excite
0: um, fellow out of
3: lives,
1: and
0: Thomas, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: I think it is exciting him quite a lot. Uh, Lucy, I know you. I remember you mentioned um, last week Piku Nuku, yes! one of the games you were kind of looking forward to. That's coming out on the 24th as well, as this list sort of suggests. And obviously the big one, which is the Resi 2 kind of remake. Mm. Uh,
1: which, which I is want. On the
2: Why do I want Be- this game? <laughs>
0: I know, mate, I
2: know. It Playing looks that I early,
1: good. so one of the releases i didn't realize until like i got some ads on facebook and steam pushing it to me was that um i never finished it on the ps3 but um catherine classic is on the came out a week ago on the pc yes yeah that's exciting i i sega seems to be stepping up their pc presence quite a bit and in yeah they 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 have been over the last year not just newer games, but releasing older games on the platform, um, which mm. is quite surprising uh, and quite welcome to this mainly PC-playing... <laughs> no, let's a non-gamer. It's just <laughs> this non-gamer with a PC. Thing. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, they released, what was it, um, Vanquish. That came out on PC last year, didn't it? Yep. Uh, and a few other titles which they put through on... Um, I think only on Steam, perhaps. Yeah, it's mostly on Steam. Um. Mm. um. And like Mega- the Mega Drive collection and stuff like that, they released mm. last year as well, didn't they? All through Steam. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, they're they're doing they're doing quite well to kind of push. Well, of course, Yakuza yeah, the Zero—that's
1: so. the game I was trying to think of—and Shenmue One mm. and Two all came out oh. in August. Um, they just pushed those out in August. Hey, those, do it, you yeah. want to play yeah. Shenmue on no, your PC? I-
2: no.
1: How about Shenmue Two? No. How about Yakuza? These games will take you so long. I don't want to drive for <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah. So I mean, it, it used to be that they they had their sort of they had their titles that were like more PC aimed at, like their um, the football manager ones and the the Warhammer shit that they publish. Yeah. Um, and so it's nice to see that they're like, hey, we 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 can push. Like, I think I think it comes down to the fact that they realize that the platforms are very similar, technically. So mm. it doesn't take mm. a lot, and they have people. They have the expertise in house to push, published PC games. So why not just, you know, get a, milk those like older games from the console generation yeah. out. So like, yeah, because Zero came out less than a year, I think. Since Yakuza Zero came out on the PS4, oh, or 2017? within
2: a yearish, yeah, I think it came out the start of 2017.
1: Yeah, I just can't remember zero. when, right? So August 2018. I can't remember how close
0: the well, original it's, it's, date it's was. it's an interesting one as well because Japan obviously get a lot of the Yakuza games six months, years earlier <laughs> before, <laughs> yeah, before we we get them over here. So yeah. they you know, yeah,
1: they've I mean, got the, the time the, to the original have release date was like Football Manager, yeah, yeah, because Zero came out in the year zero.
2: Yeah. I, I, mm. I, I was considering <laughs> getting Yakuza Zero. I enjoyed how you couldn't Zero help but on on extra PC.
1: chuckles there. <laughs> Stupid joke. Sorry, Lucy. <sighs>
2: it's, uh, I was considering getting Yakuza Zero on PC. Then I realized, mm, PC probably couldn't run it. Because so. <laughs> I don't want to buy it on PlayStation. Why? Because I don't want to. Turn on my PlayStation. Well <laughs> oh, yeah, here's a question for you. I had to I had to turn it off to record this because I was playing Spider Man. It was like, well, we're just going to hear a jet engine in oh. the background of this podcast, otherwise. But I, I just don't want to. I, I'm going to have to. I've got to that point now. It's like, yeah,
1: I have the PlayStation unpacked. You have a PlayStation. The, the four. Never sold oh, that. Oh, I thought you sold
2: it. Oh, no, no you just I sold, sold the, Xbox. the other dead it just wood box. Yeah. And I
1: and I found and like one the of the few stock. boxes I unpacked happened to be contained the games. So now I have oh. Ben's God of War, Ben's Spider Man, and the Red Dead that a friend Ooh. sent me um, for nice. Christmas because they were done with <laughs> He's it. Got a, um, got a
2: lot of good games to play then.
1: Uh, but I broke my television. But I do have the projector. Yes. Oh. So it's like, do I play these games on a wall? With no which like that <laughs> at 1280 by 800 or do i wait until the i have something that has somewhat graphic TV. fidelity yeah <laughs> by 4k well, what you you're
2: you're inch, playing on me? a
0: you're playing on a base playstation aren't you as well you're not you haven't got a pro yeah yeah base station yeah so i don't know i think you could probably um, 1280 by 800 Spider-Man. is garbage
1: man i can see the pixels
0: Spider-Man, I mean, Spider-Man is, is, is nice, but it's probably, out of the three of those, the... Well, um, I was thinking, speed-wise... Kind of like, graphically uh, beautiful. <sighs> I, think, visually I, was, I was playing beautiful, it today,
2: and it's like, I was just looking at the lighting, and I was like, oh my god, it's so good. I
0: mean, I think, because there's
1: so much motion and motion blur, you can get away with lower resolution that way. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Having said that, um, the refurbished TV I ordered on Amazon... Right before I started the podcast, <laughs> uh, might have HDR. Oh, okay. that's the big one. But that's I don't need But to I do only 4K, have a PlayStation 4, HDR. so it doesn't matter.
2: H- uh, HDR works with.
1: H- oh, oh, does H- it? Yeah, PlayStation 4 yeah. still does HDR. It's not 4K? Yeah. Is that what the difference of yes. Pro is? I don't know. I think that's the I difference. I never paid yeah, attention to that. Because it didn't matter I think.
2: I don't know. If, mm. I don't even think Pro does native 4K, does it? So wait, know. checkerboards, yeah. doesn't it? Okay, then what? Yeah. What if HDR is on
1: regular PlayStation? That's why I never got Pro. A Pro. Isn't 4K? <laughs> why would there I? There was Pro? no reason for it. Why Pro? So Pro, I mean Pro,
0: Pro is 4K, but it's not native 4K. Is That's it? it's not checkerboarding. 4K. It's
2: that's up if you, if if you're going to yes, yes, it is upsampling, yeah. yeah. Essentially. But so, yeah. the Xbox One X does that with quite a few games as well, so.
1: Yeah, so the, so but the, yeah. is 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 it the case that there's no game there's no way it can do anything but upsampling?
2: I I don't think it can. Who cares?
1: The point is I'm not buying another <laughs> fucking PlayStation. I just burnt <laughs> no. all my liquid ah. cash on replacing no. <laughs> a television because I <laughs> moved a television yes. perfectly. Uh-huh. Put it on a desk that was too wide watched it slowly slide and then just knock both two corners on the desk and I was like and I was like well, that was slow I'm sure it's fine plug it in yeah. I actually put it somewhere more safe and then see a scratch on the glass I'm like maybe it's just a glass plug it in nope two great spider webs
0: ooh I could play Spider-Man on that for more ambiance. <laughs> fully immersive Spider-Man nice, uh, nice. Um, what were we talking to, about? to kind of <laughs> You played a game. I don't know. I don't know know whether it's um, maybe just the the kind of the games that are slated for for January, Um, but there's a lot of kind of uh, smaller games um, that are kind of coming out when you look at something like February, which has got. Da, 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 Metro, da, 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 Metro Exodus. It's also got. I'm trying to get through to the fifteenth. Crack Crackdown down. three, Far Cry New Dawn, uh, Division uh, Two, Beta's Anthem. Anthem. Yeah, uh, Near Automata is getting a Game of the Year edition. Uh, ba, 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 ba.
2: Oh, new I think
0: that's currently they're kind of like the Dead or Alive, you know, the marquee kind of title you know, Dead that, alive. that
2: might have got. That might have got uh delayed into oh origami's March coming or to the switch what
1: origami's a nice little nice little stealth game that
3: uh had oh origami lot...
2: yeah. oh yeah yeah sorry yeah yeah that oh yeah that', that would be a good make, switch game. makes sense yeah makes sense yeah it i was think i right. own
1: it on the playstation
2: hmm. and the pc yeah I played it on playstation lovely developer oh yeah you met them at egx didn't you
1: yeah mm. and it was uh yeah it was uh, it was pre concussion so the interview was quite good.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. they sent me a code blessing. Lintz works. L I N C E I was
1: about to say bless you but it was <laughs> Um
3: so yeah. so yeah um, I
1: seem I mean I mm. th- I much prefer the not having f- artificial release like because we don't have retail markets the same, it doesn't make sense to have these like concentrated things. It makes more sense just like mm. um, blockbuster week. Like there's a couple of blockbuster weekends in movies that are still pretty important, but yeah, the landscape has changed enough that outside of those few weekends, it's not the same. Um, like releasing a action movie outside of that window isn't going to be a problem because you're going to make your money on VOD and, and stuff anyway. So, mm-hmm. you're getting a lot of the smaller releases whenever, whereas especially when it's not in those areas, and I think video games are catching on to the same trend where it's like why the fuck would I release on the same couple weeks when Anthem and blah blah yeah. blah are coming out when yeah, completely. most people are going to be on demanding it and I, like So I don't have any sort of shipping windows I really have to care about with mm. the retailers.
2: Yeah, because yeah, yeah. even I, in December, I, people just put out a ton of games, like Mutant Year Zero, Below, yeah. Just Cause 4, don't know how that did, to be honest. But it's like, they still gain enough traction. Like, it used to be mm. like, oh, you put a game out in December, you're putting yeah. your game out to die. It wasn't the case last year. I mean,
0: exactly. Uh, like The first two weeks of November, a few years ago, used to be... Full of, mm-hmm. of game releases because people wanted enough build up they wanted kind of a good two or three weeks before then black friday hit mm. um you know being obviously being a very sort of like north american kind of uh, way of thinking about it but they wanted that time before that then hit they wanted that build up kind of mm-hmm. into the holiday kind of season that if people hadn't picked them up already that was then kind of gifted towards people and stuff so like november always felt in the end of October, November, always felt kind of packed. Uh, the same as we feel about maybe some of the summer months as well. You know, the beginning of the summer kind of feels a little bit packed as well. But I guess it's very much dependent, you know, on the kind of games you want to play. We we, we spoke about kind of the bigger titles coming out. Mm. But there would be a ton of people that just don't care about those games, that want to play all of these other games that are, are uh, that are coming out. And actually, to... Uh, to maybe a smaller developer, we was you know, Adam, you just alluded to the idea of uh, you you find that weekend where all of the big releases are coming out and going. Actually, let's release two weeks later. Yeah. Let's kind of, we don't have someone on our shoulder say must release now. Mm-hmm. Let's push it for two weeks. Wait for people to kind of have their you know initial kind of play arounds with these big games, and then they may be looking for something. As a palette cleanser, as something a smaller experience, we will fit that kind of niche perfectly. Come in now, push a little bit more money on our PR to you know, to come out sort of maybe towards you know the end of February or yeah. something like that. Before then, you know, the next big releases that are coming out kind of like mid March, things like um the Division Two and stuff like that. So I can't believe that's you know, already coming along. I feel like
1: Division
3: One
0: just came out.
1: Mm. Well, yeah. We are well, I'm mean, told you that yeah. new
2: consoles are probably coming out next year. Which one? Nah. Like Xbox 5. Both of them, I mean, Xbox both of them, 2 and then mate. PS5. I'm oh, assuming God, that it can't
0: be called Xbox 2. I
2: hope it is. <laughs> 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 just so that it can sell even less <laughs> next. <laughs> next uh, <laughs> Everyone in Japan
3: tank. just looks at
0: like what is this?
3: I think they're going to call one it, one it, one I think sale. they're going to
0: call it X2. Ooh, Which is the gonna give best to
2: X-Men film? According what to was X two? Was there a sub subtitle
0: to X two? I don't think so. I think it was just X.
2: no. I think it's two. No, it wasn't. Just the Last Stand or yeah. Origins or whatever else. Anyway, I think uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it, oh no, it's just it's been X-Men a United. fallacy. The um, sorry,
1: what, what was it called? X two X-Men United.
2: No, it oh, wasn't. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't called that. You liar. Anyway. I um, fucking <laughs> checked. I am goddamn B. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: also, that was 2003. Jesus.
0: Uh, mm.
2: Good times. Good <sighs> times. What happened to the world? I In remember- between David
0: Hayter's appearances as a Snake. Just, just pens a fucking X Men movie, mate. You know. I just, I just I remember far too not being
2: old enough to see the first one in cinema because I think it was rated 12, mm. and I was like 10. Anyway.
1: <sighs> <laughs> okay. Right. So, so in the UK... <laughs> January, Yeah. Worldwide, it was called X-Men 2. Uh, mm-hmm. In the UK, it was called X-Men 2. Yeah. In the US and Canada, it was called X2 X-Men United.
2: You See, I, cl- I told oh. you you were a liar. No, but that means that
1: at no point was it ever called X2, which was your claim. Well, in the UK? No, I mean, no it was X Men 2.
2: I get that. It's I, either X Men yeah, 2
1: or X okay. 2, X Men yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. United.
2: Yeah, alright, alright. So we may get Microsoft's X 2. That's where
1: I live. Come on now, Lucy. I'm a goddamn legitimate. It's
2: a philosopher. <laughs>
1: that is the correct way to say that word. Philosopher should be said with, with just a nice. <laughs> Mattering of derision.
3: <laughs> mm,
0: mm. Pure pedantry. Um, yes. Let's move
2: on. Yeah, I was just going to say it, it's, it's, a, it's a myth that uh, January or even end of December are just quiet months. It's not anymore. Yeah. For the reasons completely. that you said earlier. Yes. Hmm.
0: Yes. Completely. Completely. Um, so, yes, let's move on. Um, do you want to tackle another segment or are you guys ready for another drink?
2: Could tackle another s- subject. Yeah. Okay. It's Up to you two. And shoot,
0: Lucy. Hmm. Oh. What, what What have you got for us? This uh, week? I don't
2: have a subject. So. Oh.
0: <laughs> games,
1: Yay. Lucy. Games. Is is that I not played some. I played
2: some games. Oh, um, you cut out. Yeah. Yeah. My my subject is games. Games which I have been playing. Mm. Um i probably just going to dart all over the place because I've been playing this and that and this and that. I yeah. played, uh, sp- which I spoke about earlier, I've been playing Spider-Man's DLC. Oh, yeah. Hmm, it's alright. It's more Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. More which Spider-Man, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm happy <laughs> with that. I think people were a bit underwhelmed by it. I didn't expect anything it's much It's DLC. It. Yeah, don't expect much.
1: Also, I just realised that DLC is a really weird... Acronym because download nowadays, is a yeah, goddamn single word. It should be called DC. Mm.
3: Yeah,
2: I suppose it's the not is that down. You you, you loadable into the... content.
1: You're not downing yeah. some loadable content. Yeah, it's yeah. Bollocks.
2: But down, also, what happens if it's downloadable lame content? Oh yeah, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> then that's fine. Yeah, if it's downloadable lame but... content. Then yeah, that's <laughs> but... I get that. Yeah,
0: no. I mean, but you might have you know. Any digital release is downloadable content. Uh huh.
2: It is, yeah. And even so so it then it, it would be DLC downloadable ad. additional
0: content, which would be DAC. Mm, DAC, DACs. Yeah. The DACs. That's what we're going to refer to them now. That like tanked up cannon that is yeah. now, DAC. DLC no longer exists, Ex- except okay. except when you're describing a game
1: you didn't buy on physical me- media. So now we're going to confuse the shit, shit out of me, new yeah.
0: listers when we're <laughs> like,
1: "Oh yeah, did you buy that Spider-Man? Yeah, I bought a DLC." <laughs> so yeah, if you've
3: got, I really <laughs> like the, the main storyline of the DLC. You can have DLC. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay.
2: yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Moving on. Do you um,
0: do you spin webs? You do any size. It- uh, yes. Two in two in each one in each corner sort of roughly <laughs>
1: around one <laughs> kind of here on your screen. Ah, well done. Oh <laughs> well, wait, do you
0: catch
2: thieves? Yes, just like flies. Excellent. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it, there are like um like little little touches that are that are new and different and you just think I mean some people would be like, "Oh yeah, you just reuse the same like missions and this and that." But like for every like Time they reuse like the same mission structure is Mm. when I just like oh gosh that probably took thousands of pounds just to do that little cutscene or something like that. So you do appreciate it, but yeah, completely. You know, from a you know wide-angle lens, just looking down on it, it's it's nothing revolutionary. But it's more Mm. Spider-Man. It's like something I can just turn my brain off and play. You know, yeah, honestly, just jumping back into the control scheme.
1: That that's what I want out of DAC is yeah. just like I enjoyed this I just want to do a few more things in this world yeah. Yeah. I'm not Completely. looking for yeah. like DLC which is like shitty sequels kind of infuriates me more I love story when it's just like we're not coming out with like a new game or a sequel we're just going to pretend like this is as well written as the main game and it almost never is so the mm. I guess the Skyrim, Dragonborn, Dragon, you know, the two main expansions were technically DLC, Um, and I think differentiating... I played the base game, and that
2: was more than enough content. Um,
1: But I guess... Do do my standard like confused monkey pose. Um, I guess the point I'm trying to make is um, I think there's a difference between regular DAC and expansions, where expansions are like adding a huge chunk of story and world building, etc. And that you can't expect the same thing out of average everyday DLC DAC. Yeah, I, was doing so I mean, well. there's,
2: mm. there's a little sprinkle of story stuff with um, interactions. Um, just really phone calls between him and Miles. But other than that, no, it's, but it's what I expected. Yeah. And it's like yeah, I find yeah. it so hard to go back to DLC usually, but this I had a problem with. So. And
0: uh, I found with it that um, I'm kind of uh, what my about three quarters of the way through the second episode, I think, before I lent it to you all, and you know it's nice to kind of have that like peripheral character kind of come in and have like a little a little adventure kind of around what that character is doing Mm. um so it was interesting to kind of explore that that storyline and Mm. and really that's kind of all it is it is just at least for in spider-man sort of sake it's exploring that storyline i know um from a couple of reports uh either late last week or early this week that um uh that Sony Santa Monica scrapped their plans for the God of War DLC hmm. because it was, I mean. became far too intricate and far too large yeah. for you know for a DLC or what at least they kind of considered to be that kind of scale of project um so essentially they or at least they suggested that they just kind of scrapped the whole thing right um so just it, it's the kind second of game. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, maybe or, it does become part of the second
1: I'd game. Exactly.
2: So.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or, like I said, like or
1: they take the time and they build like an expansiony thing, which is
0: a heftier price tag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We get a uh, rather than uh, like DLC, we get kind of like a standalone uh, episode or something like that. So you've got God of War and then some kind of subtitle to that. Atreus uh, is. And Puberty. it releases. <laughs> Oh, God. Atreus, years 14 to 20. Um, How long was your puberty? (laughs) Probably about six months. Um,
1: Mine started,
0: like, age 12-ish. That's when I started shaving. Instant hair on the finger, like, whoa. whoa. Um, Also, hold on. Let's just... Unpack this. <laughs> oh
1: my god! I don't remember
0: that far
1: ago. No, Fucking no, you know, like no your 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 example no. of of what
0: puberty <laughs> entails is well, I have hair on my finger. That's what you think puberty was. Hey, I was I was I was being a bit more kind of you know kid friendly, I suppose. I'm yeah. oh, the... speaking of kid friendly, because I
2: really want to get off this topic. I don't want to <laughs> discuss it. I found that the first like DLC pack for like Spider Man like was so overly sexualized really? with Black Cat. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, Is yeah. It, isn't this like a twelve rated oh, game?
1: But Black Cat, in especially in video games, has always been, oh, she's that sexy girl in a cat suit, so we'll just. Yeah, play but this into was it.
2: like, oh my god, that,
0: mm, it's
1: sixteen.
2: I mean, 16? there's there's
0: like there's little upside down scenes mm. and uh, you know she's a just, lot of innuendo. She's a lot just, of just kind dripping of with
2: innuendos it. like all the time. But yeah, apparently it's, a, well, uh, it's rated 16. I had no idea about that.
0: Oh, it's rated 16. Yeah, I didn't even know things were rated I, 16. I thought
2: it was an E. For everybody. Yeah, I, 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 I Spider-Man. It, right? It's for everybody. I oh, can't give this to uh, my cousin then. Because that's never... the only reason why I'm playing for the DLC. He's like twelve. Ah. Oh, and it has the God of War disc in it. Anyway, imagine if I just gave it to e? him. <laughs> but he's eighteen. I, I actually don't know Boy. anything about the rating system Oof. here.
1: Um, I, I guess 16's an odd age because
0: that's definitely not a thing we'd have back home.
2: Mm. Yeah. No. I was just I just thought it was like twelve or. E-
0: um. E- so. Oh. I mean. Over here, like. Um, 16 is the legal age you can have sex so i and don't know it, how that it then you
2: can't smoke or anything
0: that... uh, uh, no smoking's gone up smoking 17 i think now god uh, of war I this Ooh, god of war that's, case that's a beautiful case thank
2: you it has the horizon I... disc <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know i don't know how that then pertains to uh to entertainment whether they have said okay so 16 you can have sex so, any kind of sexualized content is. can now hide behind or is put behind a 16 age rating. Right. Uh, you know, uh, obviously, when we were, uh, I, I imagine it still is now, but like films, oh, that's a beautiful case. <laughs> films are, um, are classified as um, 15 and then 18. Yes. So, like, stuff yeah. is all over the place in terms of kind of how they decide things, you know for some reason here we've decided that 16 is the age you can legally have sex it used to be the age that you could smoke now driving and smoking is 17 and now alcohol is 18 um, that that's that's kind of like the that's about it okay, isn't fair it enough. the only
1: the only I kind of remember like limited things people I'm can do so far away from these ages that it doesn't really matter
0: to me I think that's why I never... It's true.
1: Lear- <laughs> well, I think that's other the thing. Yeah, things. exactly. Like
3: now, you that, now,
0: you just don't think yeah. about it. Like no. at, at least at some point, I suppose, in about 10 years' time, I'm oh. going to have to think about these things and go, oh, yeah. oh it's a 12 a x 25. What does that mean? You've got to be 12, but be with someone the age of 25, okay? My child can see this film, brilliant. <laughs> um, it, it, you know, it's going to get so complicated. Just get at some point.
2: watching RoboCop at age like Fuck six, it. like I'm fucking like, great movie. I remember movie. watching. Yeah. I
0: seem to remember the first like first movie I think I watched, uh, which was out of my like age range, was I'm, I I don't know whether it was, but I seem to remember it was Terminator Two. Oh, that's a mm. great
2: movie. Yeah, that's, and, and you know, but it's PG thirteen. Probably
0: about I was. I was probably about ten. Yeah, you're fine there. Face but off. It, so, so yeah, off. Did, when did Terminator Two come out? Oh, <laughs> face, face off. Face off, mate.
2: The mate, I, I used to love it. Well.
0: I used to. One of the one <laughs> of the. <laughs> uh,
3: <that> one, left, <laughs> one of the though. benefits.
0: One of the benefits of my parents splitting up was that I'd go to my dad at weekends, and we just watch fucking absurd <laughs> action films when they were far too far too you know old for and they weren't too old for us because we were mature enough to kind of deal with you know what was going on people shooting each other in the face mm. didn't want to go and go out and shoot people in the face yeah. so it was fine yeah the it first was...
1: movie i remember going to the theaters i might have gone to one before but the first one i remember that i was definitely too old young for uh, was batman returns too old for
2: and you were also oh. too old for that cuz everybody's too old for that movie. but like that movie uh, is what dark was that right? and it...
1: Uh, I'm assuming PG. Really? Is
2: it that dark?
0: It's yeah. I would imagine 13? here it's twelve. Mm. Probably. I'm guessing it's PG thirteen. Then twelve probably didn't exist. But when, like, I when was when Batman Returns came out. Over I there. was nine when Batman Returns came out. Um, Jeez. Uh, so, or maybe maybe Batman was the first film I watched. You know, that was that was kind of I was too young for its its rating. I would imagine it was probably a bit. And
1: so I, I know I, I saw remember watching I, you know, the
2: Blob.
0: Oh yes. Mm.
2: Anarachnophobia arachnophobia. Oh, I mean, God. I know.
0: Problem is that the films that came out then there were no age ratings. No.
2: Just fucking watch Everything what you want. Went, right? Like everyone had a you know action figures are made on like R rated movies for children. <laughs> yeah,
0: so all toys come out just covered in detachable <laughs> spikes that you can <laughs> swallow. Like yeah, no, you know, just didn't give a shit then. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Spider Man so. DLC,
2: yeah. you've played Lucy. <laughs> what else have
3: you played? <laughs>
2: See, I told you it'd turn into a topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I played below a bit of below.
0: Oh,
1: nice! Okay. The
2: Capybara games. How is it? I enjoyed it. Sorry, I... you you cut out there. What 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 did you play? Below, from Capybara. Mm. the game that was five years, probably six years in the mm. making. Five years had been revealed for and said it was coming, it's coming, it's coming and did to their credit it came in December 2018 when they said it would, yeah. their latest um, update on it Um, I know that people were really underwhelmed by it It's a, Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah and like reviews are like you know, probably average probably like mm. 70 on Metacritic or something which, you know, doesn't mean okay. it's a bad game but it's like, I think people had that expectation, had that hype mm. I didn't, because it's a roguelike, and I don't care for roguelikes. But the little bit that I played for it, it's on um, Game Pass. bought Game Pass for a pound. Mm. Started it up, and I was like, oh, this this is very nice. It's very atmospheric. The music is great, because I think it's Jim Guffrey, who has done uh, music for Capybara in the past, like uh, Su- Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, just great, you know... Ambient sounds, um, like, great score over it. It's very sparse, um, which you'd imagine from, like, a, you know, very dark, brooding exploration, roguelike game. Mm. Um, but yeah, the soundtrack is great. The visuals are great. It is like having an eye test done, because I had to squint permanently, <laughs> <laughs> so, even on my <laughs> TV, which is, what, maybe five feet away from where I sit, and like, yeah. you know, it's not a small TV. I think it's like fifty-five inches or something like that. Having to squint because the character's so small. Yeah, that field so of big. view is massive, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah, and, yeah, and it fits well with the style, um, and okay. they do help you out sometimes. Like if there's an enemy approaching, the camera does zoom in slightly, so you're like, oh, oh okay. There, cool. there, there's a prompt there. I know there's something I should be paying more attention to. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's very hard to see anyway. Yeah, um, but. It, the combat isn't that fun it's just like slashing at enemies I, I, I got to like the 6th level I don't know how many levels there are in the game um, and the way that it, it is roguelike, so if you die you do start again with mm. um, not really many items or s- so many items it does have a a hook where it's like you're not starting from scratch all over again right. you can open up shortcuts to get to where you were quicker and there is this thing called the pocket, where it's like you fall asleep, and it's like you can you enter this dreamland and can store some of your items. So the next wanderer okay. comes through, you can pick up those items on the next time, or you can oh, store yeah. some. So it's like, oh yeah, this you know, I'm some not ramp. starting from zero again. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know how much I'm gonna play with it. Not because I wasn't enjoying it. It's just like you know, rogue for me. It's like I like games for endpoint. It's like you know, there's mm. a start as a finish and even though i'm trying to get better at like okay i'm not enjoying this game i should just drop it to be fair i've done that a lot uh, recently but it's just like i want to get even better at that um so Mm. i don't know i don't think there's enough substance to keep me going i think that's probably because people have talked about it from being like very frustrating like oh i walked into a pit of spikes cuz i couldn't see cuz mm. you basically need a lantern it's very dark you need a lantern to see most things and the lantern is what helps you like um proceed through the game it's essential mm. and when you die you lose your lantern so the next time uh. you're going through and trying to you know rediscover your your old corpse you don't have the lantern <laughs> so it's a lot darker, so it's even harder the second time round. <laughs> and it's huh. like
0: the lantern, the lantern. doesn't stay on to like signal where the corpse <laughs> yeah. is. Or... Yeah, it's
2: like it, and and the levels are procedurally generated, so it's not always going to be in the same place. Right. Every time. Okay. So, That's interesting. Like, like, oh, it's still in yeah. kind
0: of, but it sticks it somewhere mm. within that procedurally generated level. Yeah. Like.
2: So I could see why that would get really <laughs> frustrated. But I only yeah. played it for like I don't know three or four deaths. Mm. Um, okay. So for me, in that time, it didn't get that frustrating for me because it's like Mm. if i see enemies yeah i'll slash at them and stuff like that and i'll kill them and get like little little um i don't know energy little fuel for my lantern or whatever but if it was a big enemy i'd just run past them it's like you can just basically run through that game for for a first bit of it i'm sure later on it'd be like okay i should have harvested some more right you know goods and stuff like that But I I like the like experimentation of it. It, Like the UI is very, 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 very hard to understand. At the beginning, Mm. it's very obtuse. But it has got that like kind of Minecraft thing. It's like, oh, if I combine these certain items in my inventory, Mm. oh, it's going to create a yeah crafting. is going to in mines. It's going to you know create a plaster or you know, an arrow for my bow or stuff like that. So that's a nice aspect of the game where it's like, you know trial and error. Right. Um but Yeah. The actual like dungeon crawling I'd say and the combat isn't that interesting or alluring, so I don't th- it's it's not got that pull. It's not like Dead Cells which I played over and over, even though you know i never finished dead cells i got to the mm. last boss and it was like he killed me i was like cool whatever i'm not playing this again it's <laughs> like because i know i can do it but i'm not going to be i don't like roguelites cuz it's like i'm not going to go through yeah, you don't all have that to run crap through again. the whole thing again yeah it's like i know i can yeah. do it just reset me at the start of the boss like any good old video game but you know there's enough you know dead cells had that amazing combat it's one of the best feeling you know games playing games you know, in the last, I don't know, five years, ten years or so, because it just mm. feels great, but there's not much substance um, in terms of the gameplay to below. Visuals, aesthetics, everything like that, the music, all top-notch, but it's more star than stu- substance, basically, so okay. I probably won't go back to it.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. And that it's good to know, it's good to have that in your mind, that you're happy to kind of drop a game kind of you know where you've where you've got to really (laughs) yeah um I know it's it's something that I'm kind of a little bit uh uh, you know lax at that Mm. I like to if I start something I like to at least finish kind of the you know the story progression so get to to the end of um and I'm uh, you know definitely guilty of playing games kind of longer than maybe i'd want to because yeah. i want to get you know because i i think i should get to the end of it yeah it happens to um, the best of us but it's it, like exactly. I, I
2: think i've just gotten better it's like we all know what games we like and it's like yeah, yeah it's, just, it's like i realized like okay i like this game i've experienced most of it I don't mm. need to finish like every single yeah or,
0: and or something like or... something like below mm. uh, you might go back mm. to it and you might then play it again for another five or six hours but it may not give you anything oh. extra mm. oh he's gone he's gone it may not this... it may not give you anything uh more than you're kind of getting now yeah. so it's possible that you know it, it what happens is that you play it for five hours and you sit there and go. Well, I've just experienced the same in the last five hours mm. as I did in the last two hours. Yeah, I've I've I feel now that I've wasted those five hours. The mm. game hasn't provided anything yeah. extra for me. Especially uh, in it, a row. Like, yeah. Mm. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm um, I'm happy that I've experienced it um, for what it is, and mm. I'd be more than happy just to watch the rest on a like YouTube playthrough. Yeah, More that's fair. That. Yeah, um, which you know, I I I feel riled up sometimes when people say, "Oh, I'm just gonna watch it on YouTube." It's like, no, you play through 600 hours of Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> so, but I, I, mean, I, I understand that it's in the uh, experience of it, but I I don't yes. think this game's yeah. gonna radically change to a point where it's like, oh, yeah, I should have experienced why, this. Mm.
0: It's why something like good games done quick or awesome games done quick oh, is is so is really good because you you can kind of watch someone blast through that game Mm -hmm. and they'll get past the point that you've played and you watch them for maybe another 20 minutes and they're doing the same as they've been doing for the previous 20 minutes you (laughs) think to yourself actually i'm very justified in kind of where i dropped this game i know Mm -hmm. it's not going to provide that much more for me yes it may start to challenge me a little more based upon what i've kind of learned but if that challenge isn't then fun i'm not enjoying kind of what i'm doing you know fun is a very subjective kind of term but i'm not enjoying kind of what i'm doing Mm -hmm. why would i then just sit here and and spend that time with it and i think you know that's why i stuck with red dead but i can understand (sighs) why people would stop playing that game because it wasn't i enjoyed that i I wouldn't Because some people it I wasn't that enjoyable. I wouldn't
2: call it fun, but it was enjoyable to it, me. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it, it completely depends what you want from games, doesn't it? Like, I, I love that some games edge towards that very narrative uh, driven path mm-hmm. that you're getting a lot of exposition, you're getting a lot of character development. I love, you know, I, I read a lot of kind of like, or I used to read a lot of novels. Games are starting to kind of break into a similar kind of space mm. that you can you can have that experience um, of a story and understanding characters and that character depth and that world building from games that you get in novels obviously it's a lot more visual rather than kind of what you imagine but i don't need something to just be like pure fun mm. now yeah. for me from games that is very true it can, for me a game Uh, i enjoy a game from right up one end of the scale from just being kind of uh, you know uh say something like uh, cycle 28 which is really fun to play and has a little bit of that kind of like narrative structure behind it Mm -hmm. to kind of explore right up to like red dead redemption 2 which is systems driven it's pure kind of exposition exploration character development Mm -hmm. Uh, and all the games in between that i can kind of I you know I've I've kind of got good at being like actually that's what I'm enjoying from this game and that's why I'm going to continue playing it. Yeah. right um going back to to steep I enjoy that game because I can switch off <laughs> yes. and not really think about it and actually I've just been playing you know Subnautica where I've been thinking about how do I craft these different kind of items what am I doing next where am I kind of going next it's much more exploration and then just go oh, I just go and snowboard down a mountain for a bit cool all right brilliant <laughs>
2: yeah it's good to have switch off your brain games and, like, oh, God, yeah, I really definitely. need to pay attention to this. Well, yeah, it's like Into the Breach. I will never finish that game. Uh, a good old <laughs> Canadian person here suggested it to me. I really enjoy it. I, I haven't played finished it, it either, in a while, to be honest, thinking...
1: right? Like, I mean, it, mm. but what I like about it is that it's a really enjoyable, puzzle solving, unique
2: Yeah. Um, it's like, I, I, yeah, I was like, Oh, good. I died because I can just go back to the easiest <laughs> level and just solve those puzzles. And it's satisfying because I, I kill them bugs. I squish them good. Yeah. Like, yeah. squished like, them yeah. good. Oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Um,
0: I'm
1: itching for a beer. Oh, I am too. Yeah, me too. I, I yeah. even left the podcast for a while there because <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe I'll grab a beer on the slide. That's not true. <laughs> so, Discord like, yes. may have oh, let no. me know. What?
0: Ooh.
3: Oh no.
1: Bottle
0: oh poster. no. Spilt. I've cracked my beer and it's spilt everywhere. Like i have not even picked it up. It's on the desk and I've cracked I've, ju- I've not even fully opened it. I've just cracked it. it exploded all over my mouse mat. I'm glad I've got my, you know, my drying off punch bag, drying off flannel for <laughs> Well, whilst you're drying that, I'm
3: going to dust yeah, okay, it give it a go. Start okay. us off. Well oh, I I'm look for say, my I'm bottle because I can't yeah, fucking I'll, I'll, remember I'll
2: do, I'll just start off. Yeah, I'll start.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, found um,
2: it. I have a i I of a little bit of a little very
1: pretty a they? I English a little
2: bit of in little bit of a little bit Where's a
1: little bit of a little bit
3: of a
2: yeah not far from a uh, Bournemouth southampton way it's first um time or at least that's where it's brewed at It's the first time I've actually seen a brewery from Limington although we did speak about a limiting brewery earlier maybe it was also from vibrant I remember a few weeks ago maybe a few months ago Ooh, we mentioned i had
0: a i had a beer from I had a beer from vibrant forest uh yeah yes
2: not that's why Yep, because I, I remember we discussed Lymington as well. <laughs> no. ah. um, this is called pupa. Pupa? pupa? Yeah, pupa. Yeah, pup pup poo. P U uh, P A. P-U-P-A. pupa? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Pupa. 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 pupa.
1: It's the uh, growth pu- stage of an insect.
2: Yeah. It is. Mmm. Um, um. Not, it's a not juicy what I would uh, Yeah. Juicy pooper, eh? Juicy pooper pale ale. It's 4.5%. Read the flavor text. Pooper is built to sit between East and West Coast stars of American IPA. Both aroma and flavor swell with a deep hit of light citrus and ripe tropical fruits. Oats create a full yet smooth mouthfeel, and the fruity yeast strain lends a soft stone fruit flavor to the finish. Mm. It's vegan friendly. It says drink now. Hop, (laughs) straight fast. Right now. Instantly just neck it. Oh, it smells good enough to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Oh,
0: good. Good.
1: Adol, what are you drinking? I'm drinking. Dripping. Fuck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're all over the place. Hooray!
1: (laughs) My brain was already going to Wiper and True, and somehow that meant putting an M there. I was like, drinking Wiper, dripping. I'm. Don't ask. Uh, another Wiper <laughs> and True. Um, yeah, it's the India Pale Ale quintet with the elephant on it. Oh, quintet, such a good boy I know. I mean, honestly, I was I, I was buying other things at the at the um, local grocer, and I was like, shit, they have quintet. Yep, I know what I'm doing. Uh, it's either that or, or walking for a half hour to a, the closest bottle shop and then walking a half hour back. Yeah. So, but get this. I am now equidistant. My house is equidistant between bottles and books and um, corks.
3: Ooh. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah,
1: which means they're both too far away. They're both a half hour walk. Um,
0: you go to Grape and Grind, maybe. Brewers Droop, perhaps, on Gloucester Road. Oh, yeah, those are These closer. Are I haven't been to place be yet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, 6.2% 23 IBUs batch number 59 the flavor text is Quintent is an interpretation of the fabled Indian Pale Ale made with an ever-changing combination of five princely hops. The medley may change from brew to brew, but the soul stays the same a beer of immense character, flavor, and depth This particular batch has stone fruit and floral notes with a gentle, gentle bitter finish uh, extra Pale Hot Malts, Golden Promise, Dextrin, Caragold, Flaked Malted Oats, Golden Naked Oats, um, and then the hops are Citra, Simcoe, Mosaic, Autonom, and Equinaut, and the yeast is White Labs, WLP-001.
3: Um, yes. cool, yeah.
1: uh, that, I, I actually I meant to bring this up earlier, but one of the reasons why I, I also felt it would be okay to have a Cheeky Weber and True Is because they do shift things over their batches. And so Mm -hmm. even if we had just done one on batch 58, there might be tasting notes that would be completely different.
2: Yes. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave you to DeVamp. Sorry, listeners, because I know Ben's not going to edit this out, but I'm going to the loo. He's not going to edit this at all.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to edit it that much. (laughs) I'm going to talk about the flavour text from the beer that I'm going to drink, which is from Brick Brewery. This is the 1251 one Jerk Stout. Uh, a Peckham Rye. Oh no, maybe 1251 one is, is a collaboration. Uh, let's read it, let's find out. Collaboration brew, Yeah, with our friends. 1251 Restaurants. I think that's time. 1251 um, is a time. Uh, this Jerk Stout has been brewed with malt. A Jerk Personally Stout? Personally hand smoked. Mmm. Come on. Yes, jerks out this jerk stout has been brewed with malt personally hand smoked on applewood chips by head chef James Cochrane, crowned Great British Menu 2018 Champion of Champions. Don't really know what that is. Lucy would know what that is. James's secret mix of spices produces his characteristically unique Jamaican jerk blend that adds a warming sensation to the lightly smoked and subtle sweet base in this full bodied stout. Um, it doesn't give me any ingredients past water, malted barley, roasted barley, oats, hops, yeast, lactose, and a spice blend. It is 6%. So who, who knows, really, with this one? Yeah. Who knows what I'm getting from that? It's kind of like the jerk, the spice blend. Yeah, there's on quite
1: this. a lot... Of quite Potentially quite a lot slash too much going on, but it could just blend really well. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, completely. I, I figure since Lucy's not back, uh, but she's had the quintet before, I'll just go ahead and talk about this beer, uh, and then yeah. we can swap to one of you two. Um, the nose on the quintet has always been quite light. You mm-hmm. get um, you get the hops, but I mean, I, and I think it's good preparation for the fact that it's an IPA, but it's um not going to do the standard in-your-face IPA thing. You get the citra and the mosaic um, notes are still quite there, but they're very light. You get some some floral, some citrus. But it's really just like a really lovely smelling beer, but you really have to put your nose Mm. close to it to to actually figure out what's going on. It's such a
0: fantastic (laughs) beer. Um, such a good noise, such a satisfied noise. Again,
1: I mean I've said it before, I'll say it again and again and again, uh, the beauty of Wiper and True is just how nuanced and how um, yeah. light the taste is but yet so much is going on so mm. this IPA is 6.2%, couldn't really tell um, after that initial sip I have a light um, bitterness going on but again, it's it's really light on the tongue. It's lingering, but um, not that strong. Um, yeah, those hops just are doing so many things, but so lightly. Um, I, I would say there's a little bit of um, slight maltiness that comes after a, a citrus hit. Again, when I say hit, mm. I mean a Wipe and True hit, so like it tastes citrusy, uh, but again, really yeah. light, e- easily drinkable. But there's just, and then it, it gives way to. Um... Hmm, I'm trying to think of what
0: type of maltiness this is. It's it's. Um... Is it is it is it got a little bit of sweetness to it? A little bit sort of biscuity.
1: Yeah, I would almost say like. But it's not that strong biscuity, like like almost like a graham cracker, mm. right? Like just the, like a, the lightness of that, not necessarily like the, the core taste of it, but just slightly the, like a, bready. Mm, yes, yeah, slight, slightly bready, but but mm. but really, really, the whole thing is so light; it's hard to tell. But I don't have those strong sort of biscuity notes. I just it's like the mm. malts are shifted on the other other end of the spectrum, and I can't find yeah. the the word I'm looking for to describe that at the end of the spectrum. So there's maltiness, oh, yeah, it, it's just not yeah. you know, big, biscuity, malty taste. Mm. It's just like, oh yeah, so the, the citrus leaves the maltiness and then you get uh, the other hops sort of coming into play and, and interplaying and then it all fades to a really light, lightly touched finish that's just a little bitter, that just sort of stays a little bitter mm. for I'm going to say 20 to 30 seconds before it leaves you, it leaves a little a little, um, dry. Um, so I'm I'm reaching for it again, not just because I'm trying to figure out what that word I'm missing is, but also it's a little dried out. Um, Mm -hmm. so at the 20 to 30 second range I'm like, I'd like something else, I'd like some liquid in my mouth again.
2: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Get your mind out of the (laughs) girl, at (laughs) least. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um... Nice, nice. <laughs> yep. Um, that, that, that word may come to you kind of like the more you, you drink it, yeah. I suppose, that malt building, kind of how that feels may come to you uh, as that kind of flavour overtakes maybe the last beer as yeah. well. It may sort of pop through a little bit more. But Lucy, um, we'll jump back to you with mm. your, your second beer.
2: How does it taste? Oh, I mean, it tastes like it smells and it smells wonderful. You can smell yeah. those pineapple like mango. Tropical fruit aroma which, oh, Just mmm Reminds me of summer uh, The smell nice. Drinking it Gets even better Ooh, It's so Ooh. good It's so 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 good It's got all those I'd really love to know what hops that They put in this or how many hops Or how many different hops But it's it gets all those Fruity flavours across And I, That's straight away, like straight away you get that, uh, those, you know, those fruity notes. And then I was, you know, as I was drinking it, I was like, oh, it's going to let me down because it's 4.5%. It's probably going to have like a watery finish and all these nice fruity flavors are just going to wash away in an instant. But the fact that they put oats in here, it's just creamy enough and it gives it like enough density to make it like, oh, it's 4.5%, but it's got that smooth, you know, creamy, like medium body, like, kind of, uh, mouthfeel, and it's like, yes, yes, this is, this is like, um, if you were to drink, like, a double IPA from, like, Cloud Water, and it's, like, got all those fruits, and, and, and that smooth, juicy, like, dank juice bomb qualities, but it's a 4.5% yeah. beer, it's like, it's got everything. Nice, like, yeah, it's a like, big
0: flavour, but, yes. but getting that low ABV.
2: Yeah, but I I can't believe mm. what you know that is four point five percent because
0: what kind of beer is it? What 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 it, do they call it at least? A juicy
2: pale ale. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is very juicy and it's like I don't know if they. I wish they had more information on this as well if you look about the yeast because if this is their house yeast, then it's absolutely terrific because mm. it just blends so well with like the hops. Mm. It's yeah. just fantastic.
0: Nice, nice. I I I seem to remember the the beer I had from them was an imperial stout, perhaps, Mm -hmm. Um, and it was it was full of flavour. It was such a like blast your face off with alcohol kind of flavour. So it's nice to kind of see that they're getting like a low ABV and a big flavor Mm. with that it's kind of like the opposite almost of kind of what i've experienced from them yeah which is really nice um really good to kind of see that um that that, that they're kind of able to kind of hit both ends but maybe maybe whereas one didn't quite hit my kind of taste Mm -hmm. the other is 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 really good yeah
2: and uh it's got just the right bit of hoppiness in it it is very smooth and you know juicy, but it has got a little bit of hoppiness, a bit of effervescence on your tongue just at the end. Yeah, um, and it's piney, so it's got that bitterness as well, just to mm. balance it off. But it's not too nice. bitter, it's just such a well balanced beer. It's really good. Nice, excellent, Ooh, really impressed.
0: Good, mm. good, that's nice. Um, So that leads us into Brick Brewery and 1251 mm. Restaurant uh, The Jerk Style. Lucy, just so you know, Mm because you you will know about this. You're you're a TV foodie person. Uh, This beer is made with someone called James Cochrane, who was crowned Great British Menu 2018 Champion of Champions. Oh, okay. I don't know what that may mean something to you. (laughs) Doesn't doesn't to me. But it's made with his spice blend. Um, So it's uh, it's very light. So he's the jerk. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no that's jamie well. oliver no it's steve martin oh man jamie oliver is a fucking jerk steve martin's um, the
0: jerk come on
2: now Oh, Steve. Martin's that's true fine. steve martin is the jerk yes 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 very good
0: um so this is really this is really light um it's got a much, wa- much more watery and lighter mouthfeel than the previous beer but it's um it's kind of got a. Um, I wouldn't. It's not a watery kind of beer. At least, like it dries me out quite quickly, mm. <laughs> uh, and I think that is probably the the spice kind of mix that's been added to this. So,
2: so did you put all spice in this beer? Is there any well, like heat it's, it's, to it? A, or anything? I was
0: going to say like there's a little there's a a little bit of heat to it. Not much. Um, mm. I'm kind of getting um, you know a mix of kind of spices that sit like right at the back of my mouth Hmm. uh, dries me out completely and then it gives me a very slight kind of heat like a really low kind of Mm -hmm. burn Mm. on the back of it. Um, The beer kind of comes through a little more like at the front of the mouth at the size of the tongue slightly but taking a big gulp of it like that that spice mix kind of works through from the mid to the back and burns slightly, but the beer itself kind of doesn't kick through very much. Mm. There's a slight amount of kind of maybe like uh, cold coffee going on, very right. slightly. Okay. Um, a little bit of kind of like a roasted coffee bean kind of flavor coming through a little bit, but not very much at all. And with this being, um, you know, as kind of as wet in the kind of the feel as it is and as kind of like liquid. Mm. Um, you know, it doesn't have a thickness to it at all. As liquid as kind of it is, um, or as diluted perhaps is a better word for it as it is, um, I'm not getting a huge amount of of beer from it. Mm. That yeah. spice mix kind of that's the thing that sticks around more than anything I mean, else. Beer. And kind of overpowers mm. like mm. I, I mean I had the I had the Dimole. Yeah. Um, a little while after you'd had it. And I don't think it's quite on that level of... Um, well, of repair? Of, like, heat and of kind of blow your head off. Yeah. Um, it's, it is a very light kind of spice mix, but there's just not quite enough going on from the the beer itself mm. to kind of be alongside this this mix and this yeah. flavour, right. really.
2: So it feels like it's, more it's of a, an experiment than...
0: Yeah, possibly. I mean, it's a collaboration beer, so... Yeah it's kind of a, you know occasion, and they're kind of up in the air that Brick Brewery may have turned around and been like we've got this stout recipe let's throw a load <laughs> of stuff we've in we've got a it boring stout so
1: happens. how do we <laughs> do something with
2: it you see <laughs> now all I want <laughs> now all I want is a beer that's been brewed with like scotch bonnets oh wow because like. if they can do it with ancho chilies yeah they can yeah. do it with scotch bonnets yeah, yeah that would be nice but now all I want is jerk chicken. Yeah.
1: God, <laughs> oh, I don't know. You remember the last time I had jerk
3: chicken?
2: Uh-huh. Neither do I. It would have been a no. Neither it would have do been I a while ago. Um, No, it wasn't that long. But yeah, it's it's. I <laughs> yeah, mean, probably a few it, months. It, it,
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what. Um, I mean, it's it, the the information on the front says Brick Brewery, twelve fifty one, jerk stout. Then this is Peckham Rye, London. So I don't know what peckham rye hmm. has to do with it. Whether that is the you know whether it's a rye, uh, there's there's rye in there somewhere. I mean, it says that there's malted barley and roasted barley and oats in there. Doesn't say anything about rye. I, maybe it's maybe it's the street they brew mm. on. I don't I don't know. But it's very misleading and it leads nothing into the taste. Yeah, so that's be a shame. Wary.
2: That's a shame because it's like you know that. I've never seen a jerk uh, beer before. <laughs> jerk yeah. beer. Um, mm. Yeah, just have your jerk chicken and drink a Red Stripe. <laughs>
0: Goes perfectly well.
2: Yeah. It does, actually. Nice. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. Uh, so, they are beers number two. And we move on to... Adel. your segment for the week. I have a segment. And it's now! Hey! Um, it
1: is the left of center of any chocolate <laughs> orange. Figure out what that means, <laughs> given that they are spherical. Roughly. Yes. Um, this sounds like a philosophy thing. No, it's just me being a pedant <laughs> and, and, and rambling. Um, right. We were going to talk about the 40-hour work week in games development because there yes, was an Slime Rancher. Yeah, Slime Rancher. Uh, so an article came out um, on Waypoint uh, about Slime Rancher and how the head founder, de- head developer of the company uh, since day one has fostered an idea of you don't work overtime in general uh, um, and that crunch isn't a thing that, that is inevitable. Mm. Um, and the Waypoint article, which we'll post to the Out of Lives Facebook. Um, yeah, I believe it was Patrick Klepek. Yeah. I think he's um, trying to source yes. many developers. I mean, it was just, uh, I don't good need purposes. to rehash the article, but it was mm. just, it was sort of brought up as this isn't a novelty, the idea that you could just mm. develop a game on regular work hours etc they did make a couple points I thought were worth going into one was like in the beginning the reason why this could happen was because the dude um had a war chest such that he yeah. could pay people such that they didn't have to mm. break themselves because of course yeah. things like rent and utilities and bills are all on monthly cycles and so um being able to pay people for those extra months given that that does cause a delay ish in development was really important to keep that ethos although there's also the um, so the other part part that follows from that is uh, having read a bunch about productivity etc it's not clear how much extra productivity you get from running down people um, I mean it depends on how many their jobs no. are um <laughs> Mm. If, if it doesn't require a lot of mental acuity maybe you can squeeze more quote-unquote productive cycles out of them by running 80-hour no. work weeks but no, that's it, not because I,
2: I, I do my numbing work and i like to i was just saying but I, uh, which is what i was about to say is mm. uh, but I, I think that
1: <laughs> three hours a week but i think that like th- what counts is th- th- that bar is so actually like unattainable like everything requires your brain on to a certain extent and we just pretend like yeah. it doesn't which is what i was going to say um in the sense of like even if you're <laughs> a game sure it, if your game is mind now if, if your job is mind numbing it doesn't mean the mind isn't involved and so
2: oh my mind was involved listening to podcasts but like <laughs> yeah. like so uh, that's what this you... this idea that
1: y- you will I'm if just you're in front of the computer <laughs> for long enough you will just like you will just get more done. It seems one on the face of it preposterous, uh, and two is just a really shitty assumption to premise your company and your fucking profession on. Um, give
2: people a set amount of time, shorter hours, and they're like, "Okay, I will not procrastinate. I will get this done." Right, because I want to leave early. You know, so
1: um, so yeah. So I wanted to, I. I I saw this on a Facebook group posted um, and one of the responses was because the author drew a connection to the um, controversy that happened with Red Dead 2 where people Mm. were like, by the way, this game really fucked people's lives up right when it came out. (sighs) And there was a brief pause on and, and a few articles on this is bad we should do this as an industry and as supporters and consumers of the industry and then everyone went on to talk about Red Dead qualities for months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and it the... just
2: made me appreciate the game even more though. Yeah, completely. Remember. But I mean, yeah. me, but I would me appreciate
1: my, that um... game that total amount of effort if it was spread out with an extra six months. I didn't need to oh, have God, it. Yeah. Like, this but is... I don't
2: think that's six months worth. I think that's another <laughs> six years Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and yeah. so
1: I guess what I wanted to sort of touch on was, one of these comments was, you can't compare Slime Rancher because and it's 5 million downloads without knowing what it's profit was um, yeah. and Red Dead. Red Dead. And I feel like yeah. that comment misses the point. Yeah. No, yeah. I,
2: th- I think, as you said, Slime Rancher devs, so they had a war chest, so that's Taken into account at the very start of production. That's what, yeah. Whereas, yeah. you know, Red Dead, I think that's a company ethos at Rockstar. Maybe well, a, I mean, maybe it, a it, hangover yes. from, like, when it was, like, literally five guys making, like, GTA 1. This is a long standing company. Those, yeah. you know, this kind of work practices. Well, but also, the industry of, like, has those work practices. So there's no way, like, oh, unless yeah. you yeah.
1: consciously say, I'm not going to do that. You're just everyone assumes that's what you're going to do, everyone, including your employees. That's just the assumption. Yeah. So why would you change that?
3: Yeah, I mean,
0: it, yes, but but we 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 can't kind of you know, yes, suggesting that the the war chest is an important part and it is for a small developer, but when you're Rockstar and you've got Take Two backing you, and actually it's Take Two that are funding the wages of your employees and actually yeah the war chest got is multiple there multiple projects out oh yeah they've got, yeah they've got multiple A- inline of revenue coming through oh. their war chest exists as well oh, it's yeah. not you can't <laughs> just kind of say like well mm. you know these are these are two different i've just pulled my head for hey um ben sucks these are two he's different the worst things you Fucking know, you. Have, oh, i can hate you oh i pointed he's <laughs> gonna <easy to> know <laughs> 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 they both have the they both have that Kind of like that war chest is yeah,
1: not two absolutely. kind well, of
0: separate kind of examples. Well, think, yes, the scale is quite different, but
1: yeah, yeah I just, think the argument wasn't yeah. that the war chest was unfeasible. I'm just
2: saying that's that's just one thing. Yeah. I, I mean, mm. but it's like bringing it back to Red Dead, it's like they overscoped that game. It's like we want everything yeah. in this game. As an indie developer, you can't do that. Yeah. And that's and so that's even though they thing, had the war actually. chest, like rocks. Absolutely, because mm-hmm. you know, well, most and, games are bloated at this point. Well, just slime rancher, too much
1: stuff. From my brief um, research, and by that I mean I went on Steam and saw that there was like <laughs> a bunch of DLC. Like <laughs> that's how you deal with added features—you add them. Yeah. Um, yes, and, add them and later. And so one of the line, things yeah. I think that sucked—it sells um, well enough, based on hype cycles and. Um, what the ideal version of the game is and what the published one... So we go back to our favorite um, uh, No Man's Sky. If they had said to hit our release date, we won't have multiplayer, we'll have X, Y, and Z, and our plan is to release what they basically did, that would have been totally different.
3: Mm. I Um, still mm.
1: have... The perception yeah. behind it would have been but, very different. But I different, think, yes. as as a um, both on the community and the development side, like uh, the industry has to come to terms with, there will always be a trade off with getting it out on time and getting the features mm, you hoped for.
2: I don't think it's, you can bring No Man's Sky into this. No, no, I just debate. meant it. I
1: didn't mean to like. Mm. D- I don't want to hide it. I just meant as an example of when features didn't match release and mm. and and the fact that like 2 years later okay. we're, we're in a place where the features are basically there and and people who play it like it yeah. and so it's like I, well I, st- what, I
2: still have right. I never bought No Man's Sky and I understand I felt okay. for the developer we'll, we'll, we'll scrap time, that what I want
1: to say is why I brought it matter. up was yeah, that with Red, <laughs> Red Dead Red Dead could have either pushed back 6 months instead of busting I, their I, workers I,
2: I think I think that was just I don't think it six months would have. I don't fixed think anyone would have cared. They wouldn't have it... lost
1: sales, right?
2: No, um, not not at all. But it's like I don't nah. th- I don't think it was a point of like. Oh, I think they've been crunching these people for years. I don't yeah, think it, you know, it yeah. wasn't like, oh, at the end of development, oh, we've had a you know good production. We've managed this project well. Well, I mean, that was good producers, good management. People, people
0: have been working hard on that project for, for four years, years. For, right. for, yeah. since
2: the beginning. Completely. that's the ethos um, of and the it's studio. Completely, completely. Wrong. But yeah. this
0: is this is not a a game industry issue. It's mm. not just a well, game it's industry. It's particularly issue. bad in the game industry. But you're right. It, it's, <laughs> yes, it, well, you, yes, you say that, voice. but until you work in architecture. Mm you will understand that it is not just a game industry issue. Um there was there was part of the article that on waypoint where the uh, they were talking to someone else possibly and they they elicited comments from sort of some of the people that had worked for the developer. Mm-hmm. And someone on there said, you know, it, you know, I went and did a course and actually it was almost like they were teaching us yeah. to uh, to know that overtime and that working additional hours was kind of par off par for the
1: course. Be- because because and of the is... like how much they had to work doing the, the homework. So. Exactly. Okay, can I just interject doing,
2: okay. quickly? Uh, yeah. where, where's the slime rancher dev based? Like which country? Like do you know where's what, what, what sorry, admit, uh... they are? It, the, the, the mm, where, where the no. dev is based. Because I don't a, know,
0: I don't know whether that's in the article actually. Because
2: that's a big thing as well. Because obviously, like you know, when be, you look yeah. at Japanese uh, and American cultures, I, I'm finding you know, out you're expected to work. Monomy Park yes, see, yes that's is the true. developer,
1: and they're in San Mateo, California.
2: Yeah, so so um, I mean, if you looked at like a developer, perhaps in Scandinavia, probably have
3: mm.
2: perhaps hopefully a completely different. Like different work ethos, work ethic. yeah, yeah.
0: not work ethic, but work ethos, perhaps. Mm, like we're yes, not going to overwork yeah. people. Like you do hear yeah, about that You do
2: hear about you know like fairer, you know, work practices. Yeah, yeah. In different parts and of the I country, don't know, I don't know
0: how yeah. how that kind of translates between kind of like different nations and different industries, say. But at least for me, uh, going through architectural ed- education, we were. Um you know we didn't just do like a university course where you came in for a few hours a week. you did a couple of lectures. We were in eight thirty till i don't know eight thirty right ten o'clock at night glad going I to the studio to <laughs> do design work that was kind of uh, encouraged that you would stay after hours that mm-hmm. you would do your design work that yes, you had your kind of your forty hour uh sh- like Schedule. timetabled yeah. week but actually you'd be doing an extra 20 hours at home as well on all of right. these projects uh and they were kind of alluding to that this is what the industry is like and the jobs that i have worked in architecture have been very much i was i was called up on it after i after evelyn was born mm-hmm. and i was getting an eight in the morning and i was leaving at four thirty.
3: mm-hmm
0: my employer essentially said you can't do this you don't stay you don't you don't stay around very much at the moment you're not kind of we're not maybe giving you the projects that you kind of want at the moment because you're not staying around very much like yeah because i'd rather be my fucking kid yeah <laughs> don't give a shit like i don't give a shit like i'm no here one you're i'm so doing my work i'm getting my salary I understand that's what that. i want to do yes you're right i'm not putting in the extra kind of 10 hours a week <laughs> to get it. that maybe you right. kind of expect me to do and I very quickly kind of stopped myself from doing that however that now having then started working for myself yeah, that's a very different experience that I am suddenly going oh it's Monday night I'll go and work for three hours I'll get some more stuff done because it mm-hmm. means Tuesday morning right. I can start on something else and I know that the, 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 the Waypoint article at least kind of it does bring that difference in as well that um i can't remember the guy's name popovich um nick nick popovich um who's the guy that they kind of like chat to about this um he suggests that he was you know on slime rancher was working Mm -hmm. extra hours in his evenings or had a grace period when his kind of business partner who was coding and doing stuff kind of left he'd then work until his partner came home from from work or his wife came home from work so I kind of I you know I don't have that kind of that grace period in between but I have my evenings so in in what I do and at least as a small business owner mm-hmm. I'm putting in those extra hours but as an industry
3: mm-hmm.
0: architecture kind of expects those extra yeah. hours from people and if if you've got a deadline that you need drawings to be out by a certain date, you've got to hit that date.
2: Yeah, I think. And if yeah. you get
0: to if you get to the Tuesday in the Fridays, of the deadline. You get to the Tuesday,
2: mm-hmm. and you've
0: got four days worth of work to fit into three days. You stay for you those extra it. hours, yeah. but you you cannot you you know. I I don't think I have ever in architecture gone. Oh, sorry, we've got to delay this for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, and I and I you know, I can't imagine that that ever comes from. Um, you know like the low level employees of a games company then they say to their boss look I'm really sorry but this is this is going to take an extra week to implement or Mm -hmm. to code or to do Uh, you know they may kind of they may have those discussions but it's then that person then taking it to the next person and then essentially that person taking it to whoever is funding that project so it goes through multiple layers of that kind of that ladder and, and further up to kind of suggest to someone actually we need to delay this for sort of like you know for six months um one of the differences between being maybe a small developer and being rockstar perhaps you know that that kind of idea behind delay Mm -hmm. and things like that uh that you don't kind of get in the the industry that i'm in but there's a lot of kind of parallels between that extra Mm. working those extra working hours perhaps and the expectation that there are those extra working yeah. hours. It'd be really interesting to find a it's... find someone who's in a, maybe a different industry mm. and their experiences in yeah. this I mean it's, uh, it's as you say Lucy. Thing. Yeah. Exactly. As you say, yeah. between different cultures as well, this is a very different kind of thing. Yeah. Just and, not on a
2: like a way... global level, like oh national yeah. you know, culture, just like as you say, architecture, that's one culture over there. Whereas,
3: you know, I yes. don't know,
2: being a I don't know, entertainer, a kids entertainer. A clown. Well, I don't know. That's a different culture. Any other job? Completely. What? Well, I mean, you know? so
0: like adult. Yeah. The you know when you go to uh, record this next act, yeah. the people that perform are on a completely different schedule to uh, uh, kind of what we would assume is kind of like a standard office hours working yeah. week. You know, they're not working nine to five. They are working constantly. On kind of material and things like ground, that, yeah, but actually
3: mm-hmm.
0: but actually their 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 billable hours almost are you know very different, they're kind of more evenings and you know maybe kind of weekend daytimes, and yeah. dependent on if you're on like a syndicated uh, like panel show yeah. or something like that, you might have like, you know so yeah, as you're saying, Lucy, it very much depends on the culture, but. I mean, I'd love it if everyone worked a uh, thirty-hour week, you know, yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe my four friends. days a week, or mm. you worked or you worked five or six hours a day, mm. and you're done. You know, if brilliant anyway, yeah. utopia. Obviously, a lot of systems and a lot of funding needs to be in place for yes. a lot of other things for that to kind of happen. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
0: but that's kind of it's it's. Uh, I mean, uh, again, it's kind of my job. Yes, I draw buildings, but a lot of my job is about managing expectations. And I think that kind of you, you go to like a small game studio and that kind of is what they're looking to do, not just for the people that work for them, but for the consumer as well, yeah. that you're managing their expectations. And you say, look, we're not done. We, yeah. We're, we're going to be we're going to be releasing six months later. This is why. Hit. let's explain this to you. And, you know, we'll tell you what's going on. You're managing those expectations yeah. to then suggest why you're doing you know, it seems absurd that you should say that you have to justify a forty-hour workweek. I
2: do m- Yeah, I'd imagine in something like a you know creative space, in terms of like mm. game development or something like that, it's easy to give people the autonomy. It's like you are in charge of like I don't know the art design or the programming and stuff like that. And this is, you know, you can very much define those different aspects of the job. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. you take ownership of this, you have autonomy over this, you decide like, even though it's 40 hours like, you decide how much time you're going to commit to this in this day or that day or that day it's, and it's like, but at the end of the day there's a, you know, line in the sand, Yeah. you know pole on the horizon, it's like we need that done, that's, that's a deadline, whereas in something like you know, any other culture, like say if you're working for a, you know, in a corporate culture, it's like you're just a little cog in the machine. It's like you don't really see the point, and it's like people yeah, maybe yeah. prefer to procrastinate and this and like that. But it's also very exploitable in the games industry or like a creative space. It's like okay, your work is very noticeable. You're mm. responsible for this, so maybe you should work overtime. So I think it can go both ways. Like I think people will be happy to, you know, say like stake a claim. It's like this is my work. This is right. what I did. But yeah, you know, it's, yeah. But it's, it's very—it's such a difficult thing to even say. It is, state it is about. completely. And again, I come
0: back to that idea of uh, of managing expectations. That what you should be in your role is comfortable enough to say to somebody, "Look, you want me to do this in two days, and actually." it's gonna take two and a half days. Yeah. yeah. And sure, I can explain to you why it's gonna take two and a half days. And yes, okay, there may be someone with more experience than me that's gonna take them two days, but I'm the one here doing it and I just, I just need this extra half day mm-hmm. to ensure that it's going to be as we want it to be. That in six weeks time, we're not gonna have a playable build of something and there's this bug based on what I've designed because I haven't had enough time to be able to do it. Yeah. But you need managers in place.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's you, the thing. Yeah. That people
0: feel comfortable going to. You yeah. need that 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 kind of environment that people are very happy to be like. Look, I just I just need an extra couple of yeah, hours because just it- to be able to get this out, and then for not for them to not then say, okay, sure. Those 2 hours come after 5:30? Yeah. Yeah. But that's they, the thing your It's hours. like
2: game development. You can have like the best management in the world. It's like, "Yeah, yeah, we, we've all, we've already like took this into consideration at the start of the project and we've yeah. you know said this yeah. and that." It's like, "Oh, but the publisher actually wants this build done by then." Oh, the complete build just crashed one day. Oh, actually we had everything, you know, on target, but because of this weird Bug that nobody could ever see coming, you know. We've got to work overtime, or it's like, oh, this engineer has gone off to I don't know Japan to work on some other game. We need him back because he's the only one who knows this app, this weird yeah. ass code. It's yeah. like there's so many working things, so it's like it, it's just rough. Like making games is hard. I don't know Yeah, if it's, makes a it,
0: game. yeah completely, completely, it's and it would be the same as. You know, it's the same in kind of uh, in my industry to an extent Mm -hmm. that, you know, suddenly, you know, I work through doing a set of drawings. I then move on to doing detailed drawings. Suddenly we get into the construction phase and you've got all of these lead-in times from different companies for different materials and stuff. And you need kind of someone to sit there and be uh, like, you know, project managing this to kind of say, well, actually, if we start here, we, and we order our windows then, we know that they're coming here, and actually we're ready for windows a day before that, mm-hmm. and we need all of our, you know, the the kitchen is gonna turn up here, and we're ready for the kitchen at this day. It, it's kind of, I mean, you never, in construction at least, sticking to that timetable is unheard of. There will always be delays, there will always be extras, there will always be things to do, and it's just understanding that that happens. Mm-hmm. that you need that contingency space that you need those extra hours that extra day to be able to do those things Um,
2: but those extra days and hours it means like you know maybe gutting some things like that costs a lot of money when you're when you're kind of external factors um, like when
0: your boss as such or at least the person who is paying the money is someone kind of slightly removed from the process of that happening the publisher that then adds an extra (laughs) difficulty to it um but it's it's you know getting back to kind of the 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 idea of like the 40-hour work week at least or producing what they did in the 40-hour work week uh within the article they you know they pushed back their kind of early access release because they obviously understood that they needed that extra time to be able to do these yeah. things. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't saying, right? We've got this time. We've got to do it in this time. That's it. We, you know, otherwise we're fucked. It's them going. Sure, we need that bit of extra time. We're going to take that. Hey, everyone. We're going to take this extra time. You know, please understand. If you don't understand, you know, we know that you're going to go somewhere else, perhaps. But consider us, maybe. Yeah. You know, when we do kind of come out and.
2: But it's like if they didn't have that war chest, what it was it is like, okay, we we've, yeah. we've done everything uh, right yes, so far. You yes. know, we need to launch on Steam this date because we don't get a payment from Steam until like a few weeks after. Right, but that's We're just business planning, sh- right? Yeah, but, but business planning. Uh, yes, even so, like but it's even, be- even the best having laid having plans can just go awry in games. Completely.
0: Yeah, of course they and can. That's the of thing. Course. But it's all about yeah. yes. You might have a war chest, but it's all about having an understanding publisher yeah or a, a, an understanding producer who yeah, is funding or, or whatever a the project.
1: so if we if we extend it across to other areas of development yeah it's it's publisher it's vc investor it's backer whatever those people are it's understanding that like we all know the best laid plans so let's not pretend that the plan i came up with 5 years ago is going to work out, out without a hitch um part two of that is if you don't have good buffers written into your plans, it's a bad project plan. I know. I used to work in project yeah. management. Yeah. Like the the one of the problems we have is that people don't put these buffers in because there's pushback, because everyone should just work optimally, which is impossible. But that's like but that's this yeah. like un, un, um acknowledged like assumption or requirement i can't tell it's somewhere in between the mm-hmm. two and that's where a lot of these problems come from which is like if we just admitted yeah. that there will be hiccups and that's why i'm planning mm-hmm. for 10 to 20 percent of the time to be hiccups um, and therefore no, I... we need the money to pay for at least 10 to 20 percent of that time things mm-hmm. will be problematic because we'll run out of money and then what do we do oh well all we can do is I'm gonna run out of money next month, so you better work double this month because I need you to get I, the thing out. Like it's,
2: I don't it, know, man. Like, just playing devil's advocate, I think games are such a not volatile, but like so ups and downs. It's like it could be anything. It's like I don't think it's as like straightforward as like you know shooting a movie or like even like most like you know companies. It's like it could be something as stupid as like oh, we made this game with full of. Not even full of, but like centered around a, I don't know, slightly pay to win thingy. Oh, Star Wars Battlefront came out two months ago and they got torn to shreds about it. We have to gut and change the whole progression system in our games. You can't plan for that. You
1: you plan for unforeseen things. You say, Oh, yeah. No, no, there's a difference for planning for the answer to a question and planning for the question coming up. You can plan yes. for the question coming yeah. up. There will be unforeseen things, so even though we think we have a good handle on all of the nooks and crannies of the game and where the development might get hitched up, that will add 20% to our plan, uh, time to our plan. Then you add another 10% or 20% to that because you're like, I haven't planned for all the things. That's what I think. If it was as easy as you're saying, it's, no, because the problem is things would go. No, the it, problem is your of, backers, but, your but investors, but it is, it is. The, your bosses. Everyone's pushing mm. against having that buffer, because eighty percent of the are. time that buffer might not be <laughs> used. The point is, if you don't plan for that buffer, you're fucked without it. And I think
2: people have been so, developing games long enough to know that they need that buffer, but things still go to crap anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's you, like because you, you kind people have been developing it, games as the managers and, like, you know, producers and like that for it's years. It's the countervailing yeah. pressure. things. I still mean, go right. But, but, still you
0: bring right. it back to, you bring it back to kind of like my industry, and there are, you know, you go into something like an RIBA contract with somebody that very specifically outlines where. Uh, where an issue would be on the client or on the contractor so if you're doing construction project and you have two weeks of torrential rain there's nothing you can do about that there's absolutely nothing you can do it but it, it it kind of you know you might be building in the middle of the summer and it hammers down with rain for a week completely unexpected but,
3: but
2: you say it's unexpected. To, there but is a contingency in, that that's something in your sphere where it's like, yes, this is obvious that we have to, you know, account yes, for that issues, potential. but
0: problems, but mm. then that's fine. But you have to then so uh, built into contracts. You know, if you don't have the information, if suddenly you dig down underground and you find human remains. <laughs> That shuts the site down. No, no, no it's a, this is a big thing. Yes. This is a big thing. Should, <laughs> that that shuts a site sure. down. That shuts the site down for a long time. But it's built into contracts that everybody understands mm-hmm. that this is a delay and that no one is culpable for an issue with this, that it needs to be investigated, that the police have to come out, that the, 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 uh, the kind of the studies into it have to be done, that it's not the contractor's fault, it's not the client's fault. That you have to have that extra time
3: yeah. to
0: be able to then add on to the end of like a contract period, because that happened, and you have no yeah, uh, yeah. you know you you've got no say over that you've got no uh, you've got no actionable yeah. kind of uh, you know way of uh, of going about that you just yeah. have to wait until it's dealt with. I'm not so saying that so the this industry
2: po- problems are like. Of course there could be better management and a lot of the time it's like yes that is a big part of why these things happen and why yeah you know people are doing crunch and stuff like that cuz poorly managed projects and it's like yeah. slime rancher good but not catch all you know example for for everybody yeah, yeah. but it's like you know sometimes it's just like mm, what are you gonna do man you sure. didn't see that yeah. coming on the horizon and I don't think it's all just down to bad management. Oh, no, Not it's purely no, it can, down it can all no. be
0: put to that. No.
2: Because no. you, if you, you'd think, like, oh, these massive companies, they'd probably have prob- some of the best, you know. This is why people get paid top dollar, you know, when you're going up the hierarchy in game studios. It's like, you know, so manage a manager project, manage it for us. Please hit the, these deadlines our investors are fine and, you know. We're not overspending, we're not overscoping, this and that. Mm. Crap happens. Like, even God of War, we, we were saying earlier on, like, Cory Barlog Bar- has been... What, he's been... He's not been, you know, top dog or anything like that, but he's he's been, like, the, you know, creative director on so yeah. many of these things, and it's like... He's got, what, over 20 years' experience. They've just, you know, scrapped the DLC according mm. to you it's like you can account for yeah. that you know
0: <laughs> oh yeah, completely yeah. and i'd imagine that they have you know they have some sunken costs into that as well that people mm. have been exploring it enough that they've suddenly gone hey let's just let's just cut this we've got we've got to a point now where actually we're we're, we're spending a lot more money on this than we're ever going to kind of yeah not that we're ever going to make back that it's 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 we've got to a point in our planning on this where yeah. actually it's it's far too large for kind of what we want to do without then affecting other projects possibly. Yeah. It's and contrast, I think that, that's kind of you know, yeah, completely that, that's part of that's part of management though, isn't it? It's yeah. knowing when to um, to say, Hey, here's a feature we want to implement, there's no way we're gonna mm-hmm. be able to put that in. And again, going back to what we were talking about kind of earlier. Added features to something that you go actually. Now we've made a load of money from the initial release of this, we can we've, we've got that, yeah. We've got that to be able to say, Look, you two just work on this for the next two weeks and then get that feature, added. yeah. Yeah, that's always uh, cool to know,
2: see when like these small, it is, developers it is cool like, not
0: optimal yeah. for most kind of like developers, they want to have a fully realized uh, product put out there, but
2: no, just like, yeah. like people like, uh, you know, Yacht Club like who did Shovel Knight, it's like, okay we got a buttload of money let's just yeah. put out free DLC Hollow Knight, the same, yeah. Celeste is coming out for free DLC drop, uh, I think, you know, sometime soon, it's just good to see but um, mm. on the back of this conversation, I would just like to say, mm. I, think, I think the developers called Forgotten Key they did, okay. some, uh, probably not a game you've heard of, um I think it's called Air. It's spelled A-E-R.
3: Hmm. Ooh, uh, no. I was going to say, Memories don't cast aspersions of- <laughs> on me. No, I've got no idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that it's
2: is. It's called <laughs> Air. It's got some subtitle like Memories of Old or something like that. And they 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 recently said, like, look, we had a good run. We've gone under. You know, we had two prototypes of our new games. Hmm. They look really cool. We're going to release them on, like, itch.io for free. Really? This is what could have been. It's <laughs> like, yeah peace out by it and it's wow like, mm. okay yeah it's like, I mean
1: I mean th- but that's it's nice that they're sharing but that isn't yeah, that on un- it's, it's not that uncommon like
3: it, it <sighs> failed startups it,
1: it, exist it, it, all over the world and video games are sure. not an exception um, mm, yeah. and like I get yeah. that it sucks that these we, could have We been, just
2: don't hear about it in this industry. Yeah, and so I think that's a much, yeah, Which is a shame. Yeah. W-
1: but, what, why mm. I was bringing it up is because I think it's great that they're saying, hey, shit, we had something yeah. good going, but we can't do it anymore. So here's yeah. I love it when
2: well. developers lay it all out. Yeah, because, you know?
1: like, uh, one, that probably will mean that they'll be hired to uh, some team on some other developer because mm. they've shown promise. Two, those ideas aren't just left in the vacuum. And I think that's yeah. completely Super. important. Yeah.
2: Was it. I, I think two tribes were like, you know, we had a good run, it was cool, but we're out, screw it. It's not like they were out of business or anything, but they were like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. And it's, yeah. You know, like. There's the only, there's only so far you can like, remasters right? of Toki Tori. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's. I just remember their last game, I can't remember what it's called. It was like a shoot 'em up, like a bullet hell shoot 'em mm. up. And they were just like, This is our this is our last ditch attempt. This is this is our <laughs> last last hurrah. Buy it if you but want to, like, but um, it's like cool. So it's like
0: house mark, isn't it? Like house marketing oh, no, have kind of shifted, shifted what they're doing completely. They shifted. They didn't say because they screw this, because they have they said have. no, they didn't. I mean, they they could have done. They should but have. They've decided that they've sh- they're going to shift instead and try and do something different. They're going to Maybe they're not getting instead. the sales in the in the genre that they kind of that they've cut their teeth that they know that they've, uh, you know, and, and something like Next machina may have been the. Um, like the ultimate in kind of what they could produce, and maybe when it didn't sell quite as well, they went, "Look, this is this is the best we're gonna make within this genre. We either fold or we've got to do something different." I think they um, have just
2: been like, "Nah, we're good. We're good, man. Look at Cliff uh, Blazing." Well, you know, it's a, you know, it's a team it's, that maybe
0: wanted to stay together. Maybe they know uh, that their like, work is. Cut your losses, you know. man.
2: Is it, the, the, but the really again, they
0: may have a war chest from previous games to be able Give it to, to your kind family. of delve into something
2: else <laughs> they're going to make a uh, <laughs> just battle royale around, game which is just going to be mm. dead in the water day one nobody it's not even that nobody cares people are actively against it as well because they know what house mark that's like a seal of approval oh you're going to do a cool arcade game people yeah. are not only just like nonchalant about it like I am people are actively against it which is yeah, scary. I, think I yeah. fear for them well, we'll
0: see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I know they've done a lot of betas yeah. um, and alphas and stuff kind of recently for yeah. storm Livers, but um, uh, we'll kind of see that. I think this year yeah. maybe. Yeah, like who knows.
2: like another like another few uh, indie devs. Tale of Tales. Uh, this was like 2015. They said that their game Sunset was a flop, um, mm. and the guy who made Where the Water Tastes Like Wine. He, oh yeah yeah he said like look the game just didn't sell
3: really you know yeah mm. that was
2: early last year as well yeah. Um Good Shepherd Entertainment no that was the publisher Dimbulb Games <laughs> yeah the guy he used to he, he worked on uh, Gone Home I believe really made his own game yep it's like it looked interesting to me but the reviews were mixed mm. so I didn't buy it which is you know also part of the problem it's like he was like, didn't sell.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. poor sales. That's just it. just just kills you. Mm. Yeah, completely. Yeah,
2: it's good. Um,
0: I think that's probably a good place for us to finish. Yeah, yeah on a this week. a depressing
2: note. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's talk about a good note. Let's talk about the beers we've been drinking and each of our favourites from this week. I'm going to start because for me it's quite easy this week, and it is the Left Handed Giant Lifting Shadows Double Chocolate mm. Orange Stout. Uh, the Brick Brewery Jerk Stout didn't give me enough beer it just just didn't give me enough beer and not enough jerk well tons of jerk (laughs) tons of jerk, not enough beer Uh, the Lifting Shadows is a very well made beautifully balanced uh, orange chocolate orange stout you know it's a stout from what you're getting kind of from the mid to the end it's got that Kind of big, big chocolatey and big orange flavour to it. The oils in there give it a a, pure, a very unique mouthfeel as well, which aided in that smoothness, in kind of bringing you through those different kind of flavours and that flow to that beer. So I mean, it's 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 so well made. Like I don't think I've ever done a week where i've had a left-handed giant beer where they haven't been the best beer yeah. of the week True. uh yeah, i may be wrong of course but left-handed giant just absolutely smash it out yeah all the time yeah
2: you've been very very uh praising of their beers they make yeah good beers, yeah and it's so. it's
0: it, it, it's one of those that for for uh, you know for a while, if not maybe a couple of years, like Arbour were, yeah. were my favourite brewery in Bristol. And Left Handed Giant, I think it's just just mm. kind of, they are taking away from Arbour. I mean, <laughs> Wiper & True are brilliant. They've got brilliantly balanced beers. Uh, they've got unique kind of flavours. You know that you've got having a Wiper & True beer. You know that, that, that that's what you're having. But Left Handed Giant seem to... Uh, I think they caught me with their pails mm. yeah. and they've just been bringing me in with every other yeah. style that they've been doing so um, yeah as someone Lins who's not a, by giant.
2: as someone who's not a Bristolian I can say mm. uh, objectively that <laughs> left-handed giants do do make the best beers in Bristol
0: <laughs> nice oh good Lucy we'll come to you then yeah for your favourite beer this week
2: yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say this is a close one, although it should be, mm. because the Clown Shoes uh, Chocolate Sombrero was a very, very, very good stout. I yeah. think that I enjoyed the vibrant forest so much that there was probably not mm. going to be any catching up. If the sure, I think if the Chocolate Sombrero was less sweet and licorice-y, mm. that kind of like stout, like even. Kind of porter, like red fruit, kind of like taste, and like didn't have much viscosity to it. Sorry. Um,
3: <laughs>
2: I, I think it could have been a good contender, but
3: yeah.
2: It, it the chocolate sombrero did things very well. It had that you know it had that slow burn of that ancho chili, and it had yeah. you know a nice dark you know dark malt. Flavour to it, but I think if it was like more creamy, more chocolatey, more coffee, it had a bit more coffee, it would have been like yeah, the kind of stouts yeah. that you know I really like and adore. But the vibrant forest for a 4.5% beer, it's just crazy. The big amount of flavor. fruit, big flavour, yeah. smooth, juicy, the body on it, nice, just a fantastic beer. Yeah, and a good can as well. Yeah, really, really nice, colourful. So it just matches completely with like everything that's going on in the beer, just like colourful, fruity, Mm. everything. So nice. The pooper. Good. Or the pupper. Or the The pupper. Poop, poop, the 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 pups. You gotta
0: say. It seems like you meant to say it super fast, like pupper, pupper, pooper,
2: pupper Smurf, Puppa Smurf.
0: (laughs) There's a lot of blues in that can as well. Uh, Adol, two Wiper and True beers. Yeah. Um, Is there a favourite? Oh, it's tough. Um, So,
1: (laughs) the reason why it's tough is because um, so I like the IPA uh, a lot. I think there's, it's probably the stronger of the two beers in the sense of, like, there's more going on, there's more nuance, there's more things to experience. Um... Mm. It's not necessarily what, if you want an IPA, what I would suggest for an IPA.
3: Yeah.
1: While, like, the okay. red-orange beer is one of the best orangey beers I've had. That's mm, the one I thought mm. you would have picked. Yeah, and it so, had, so, so that's, so, 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 like, I, I enjoy of... the interplay and nuance of the quintet the most, but I think mm-hmm. the beer I like for what it says on the tin for and the what style, it's doing yeah. and the style sure. is the uh, it's the red or orange amber ale. Um, yeah. Tough call uh, but yeah I think the yeah I, I think it's just it, it boils down to the fact that like the red or orange does what it says it's doing and does it really well mm. and in the wiper and true way while what I like about the quintet is sort of just what wiper and true does rather than Anything specific, like being an IPA or whatever. Uh, Again, you cannot fuck up having a bottle of the Quintet, but I think the red-orange does that orangey taste so well. The fact that you get those, like, small orange, sweet, tart, sort of Clementine-Mandarin tastes um, sort of in the mid-taste and then in the... Uh, finish you get more of a standard orange is such a good interplay um that you i can't fault it like it's just it does orangey really well and in a way that you don't often find which is again two different sort of the the standard orange taste but only after saying what if we did these small oranges that while not like (laughs) sacrificing the other thing it's good it's it's fantastic beer It
0: It is. Um red orange is one of my favorite wiper and true beers it's it's the beer after we were finished recording last week that mm. i went and grabbed uh when we continued talking after after recording last week um it's the you know it's the only wiper and true beer i had in the house because that's the that one off grab it the, the shelf of yeah. all of the wiper and true, that's the one i wanted um, so so, yeah, so i think a, it's a very yeah, well. what i would beer. say
1: is if i wanted someone who was a beer snob to like understand what we mean by like nuanced and subtle wiper and true i might give them a quintet but if i wanted someone to yeah. have a really interesting beer from in general i would hand them the red orange that's why yeah, the okay. red orange
2: wins mm. sure yeah hearing nice. you wax lyrical about wiper and true I, I think i need to pick up one of their beers i have not one of their beers for Probably. Yeah. 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 And and that's the thing that happened
1: to me, which was like, I went, so now that I've moved, I was I went to a cafe and was working in the evening and I was like, ah, oh, shit, I need a break. It's like eight. Maybe I'll just grab a drink and see if I can like write notes on what I want to do. Eight a.m., yeah? Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> at, at, and in the, in the fridge was Wiper and True. And I was like, oh, shit, I haven't had one of these in ages because one of the problems of this podcast is if i've had it i don't repeat mm. it yeah. unless it's like a standard thing at a place yeah um and i was like cool yeah. i'll have that and then i was like oh, i fucking forgot how much i love this like even though every time i've yeah. talked on the podcast about how much i love the nuance and subtlety of this brewery i don't seek it out because there's always something new and then it was like mm-hmm. seeing it in the shop today i was like you know what fuck it i'm gonna have a and true break i'm gonna just like have a week yeah. where i acknowledge that this is one of my favorite Bristol breweries for the these specific reasons.
2: Yeah, because mm. it's nice. like you always want a brewery with so much like t- obvious talent on show to like make new things, but if their bottom line's doing well for them, then you can't complain. But um, yeah, what I think we should do, what I've heard mm. on the Twitter sphere or seen on the Twitter sphere, is that you know we all know it's January, which is tri and on this podcast, we do try... Tri-annuary. Yes. We do try to have new beers. Mm. I've, I've seen something called uh, Flagship February, where it's like, you have a beer from a brewery and it's like one of their core beers, their core line-up, and okay. you support that. It's like, yep, yeah. I like Wiper and True, they don't make many new beers, but I'm going to have right. one of their staples. I think we yeah. should do that Definitely, That's the, a yeah, good idea. Darker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have a nice punk IPA. <laughs> 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 or I'd probably just go for like Beaver Tan and drink the you know, the What's it? <laughs> <You see>? Flagship <laughs> Peppery, it's gonna be great, can't even remember. Just the,
0: the what is it, like the hot devil from Oakham or something yeah. like that.
2: Yeah. The uh i remember <laughs> neck oil that's oh awesome. i really yes. like oh, the neck yes. oil. Ooh, yeah nice the nice good l- choice, good choice. gamma ray, like that gamma ray
3: uh,
2: i
0: mean yeah. um so there are beers mm. there are discussions on games in the industry this week uh if you want to get hold of us all of us together Go to outoflives.net, comment on any article, any podcast, anything you like. We'll talk to you about bear on them. Who gives a shit what it's yeah, about? We're definitely um, on top of the website that when <laughs> comments happen,
1: we all are just like, oh yeah, that one happens mm. to be obscurely referenced, tanked up. We're going to respond,
0: definitely. Exactly. Exactly that. We get notified about them, so it's fine. Um, or you could talk to us on Twitter at tagsup underscore cast. Or even us tagupcast at gmail.com. You can get me at Nova underscore forty seven almost everywhere. Adol, you are at the Omniarc everywhere except Twitch, which doesn't matter. Lucy, you are Juicy Loose nine. I love the clicking. You are Juicy Loose <laughs> nine again almost everywhere. Yeah,
2: everywhere.
3: Everywhere. She so even
0: bribed Nintendo, and you can find her on Switch as
1: juicyloose
2: uh, <laughs> <for laughs> <reason> <had. laughs> nine. <laughs> Spoke to Reggie himself. Yeah, he like saw yeah, Reggie. So eh.
0: slid into his DMs and yep. was just like, "Look, just needs to happen, mate." Yeah, Come I make on. a two
2: another two D Metro game put on Switch. <laughs> <laughs> while I'm here, <laughs> while I'm in your DMs,
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, so for another week, we have been tanked up. Goodbye.
1: Oh, uh, I was gonna say a thing.
0: Uh, oh, I fucking forgot now though. <laughs> i didn't i didn't allow anyone to plug anything i I know you barreled
1: through and i was like i'll just throw a thing at the end and i (laughs) totally (laughs) forgot what i was gonna say um
3: uh (laughs) join the facebook group oh
1: check us out on spotify i've looked at the numbers um instagram that's the thing thank you yeah yeah i was gonna say we're millennials um i've taken pictures (laughs) of the two beers i've drunk um and i will post them on the instagram as as promised Uh, I'm sure you guys forgot and didn't notice that I was doing the take a picture motion throughout the podcast. I saw. I did see. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, um, we joined Instagram because we thought um, it might be useful for those of you who don't watch the stream to at least see what the beers look like when we describe them. Mm. Uh that's all we've got. We don't know if this experiment's going to do anything, but it's a thought we have. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 this we'll is
2: see. just one more step till we get on Tumblr.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> mean, now, dead, mate. yeah, no more <laughs> yeah. movies. Now now Tumblr, dead. Has, we'll, we'll revive yeah. it, now it. Now that Tumblr has no sexual suggestive content, pictures, I guess of, uh, all people can be do beers. is like, well, alcohol technically like adulty. So that's allowed. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
0: We move from move from boobs to yeah. alcohol.
1: It's fine. Well, you know those becomes.
2: beers that have like you know saucy ladies on on, on the labels. We'll post that.
0: Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> awful <laughs> sexist beers. <laughs>
1: yep. So anyway, but but, that's yeah, it. Yeah, we, we're on things. But, um, that's that's what we're doing. Um, we're tanked
0: up, cast on Instagram. Is what I was trying to say. Okay.
3: Oh yeah. Nice. Because mm. we. <laughs> I'm glad you, I'm glad, you, you I'm glad when
0: you brought up Instagram. You both told me that I did have an Instagram account that I'd yeah. completely forgotten about. That I had no idea about, <laughs> and then I looked at it, going, "Did I post these directly to Instagram, or is this imported from Facebook? Who knows? It was years ago.
2: The internet knows everything about you." But
0: pretty sure it's at mm. like Nova underscore forty-seven on there as well.
2: And I'm e- at Be irresistible everywhere. On oh, Instagram! Lucy. And I last posted in like February two thousand sixteen. I thought it was <laughs> seventeen, but anyway. <laughs> it could be, um, I don't know. But we're all gonna we're we're gonna try
1: and and see how the Instagram thing goes because hey, it l- sometimes it's nice to see the beers that we ramble about
2: Completely. with filters because yeah. that's the only way I can make my pictures. I um, actually Slightly Lucy,
1: warm, I hate it. I I prefer unfiltered beers.
2: <laughs>
0: hey, <laughs> a good definitely a good point to say goodbye
3: bye Tata. www.outoflives.net